What is going on? Um, it is August 21st, 6.56 a.m. Uh, I'm going to do the non-wrestling stuff right now. I, and again, I don't know if I'm going to leave the wrestling. I got to cover CM Punk stuff. And I wanted to actually, like, you know, not just do, you know, this, I'll just leave it at this right now. Because again, I, I'm writing, I'm currently in the process of recapping SmackDown and thing. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it before fucking, uh, uh, SummerSlam later on today, whatever, right? So I might have to, like, add the Rampage and SmackDown parts and then do the SummerSlam parts, but, you know, it's it's a really busy fucking weekend. But the CM Punk shit, um, you know, it was, uh, it was one of the best fucking moments that, um, you know, that, you know, I, I wish I was there live. I wish there wasn't a pandemic. Even if there wasn't a pandemic, I wouldn't have been there, but... The CM Punk uh, return was one of the greatest fucking things ever. Even my cynical fucking fat ass couldn't, you know, hold back the tears. And I know that's gonna, you know, get a lot of my trolls to kind of go at me. Because, oh, he cried when Bobby Heaton died, you know. But, you know, it, it, it was a very, very special fucking moment. It was like a, a game changer moment in my personal opinion. I don't know how the ratings are going to reflect it. But, man, that fucking shit on Cena is fucking... Uh, um, you know, come back, like, the, the pop for it, you know, but you, but again, you're in Chicago, 15,000 fucking people there, United Center and all that, so, um, but let me get to some of the other stuff, I will get to the wrestling stuff, but, um, I'm really confused with what's going on with Afghanistan, because, like, since, like, this past week, it's, like, all the narratives have hit steroids, and I don't know who's for what fucking angle, there's some people that are happy that Joe Biden pulled out um, of Afghanistan. They think there's nothing wrong with the way he did it. The only, I mean, the thing is, like, yeah, fine, he pulled out. That's the only way they could probably end up doing it, I guess. But, you know, it's the, it's the fact that they shouldn't have been there to begin with. I don't think that's a controversial take, even though people will still say, like, like neoliberals will pretend to give a fuck about what's going on over there, but then not... Uh, not hold, like, not fucking blame anyone in the U.S. for causing what's going on. And then you have fucking right-wingers who are using this as an advantage to go at Biden, which, which fine, all, all but the president, again, kayfabe fucking, you know, accomplishments and failures. But, you know, if you want to play that game, you can play with fucking Trump making a fucking deal, and you can go back to Obama. You can go back to more fucking shit where you can point fingers, uh, everyone goes to their fucking, uh, preferred fucking outlet to get the fucking shit that reaffirms what they believe in, they will, you know, they, I see people fucking shitting on mainstream media, but when mainstream media gives them their, am the right wing, especially their ammo, then they most certainly believe everything that's going on, you know what I mean, so I can't keep up with everything that's going on, it was, called a Saigon moment or something like that. I, I I still don't even know how. I had to look up. I had to look. I had to look up what fucking Saigon moment. What, what Saigon moment? I I know. The, um, Saigon. It it felt like when uh, I think it was North Vietnam went against South Vietnam, right? And then they renamed it to uh, uh, Ho Chi Minh, or or something like that. You know. You know. Again. You know. I I don't know. But again, it's just really, really confusing, and uh, it's going to get a lot worse because now you're amplifying your, like, you know, a lot, the usual suspect, Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Tucker Carlson, they're all fucking amping up 
refugees coming to, um, refugees coming to, um, America, but then they're also propping up what's going on in Afghanistan and actually agreeing with fucking the Taliban is going to make things better or the Taliban don't want fucking all the money that was enrolled for gender studies when the money goes to war contractors. So now they're making it seem like Tucker Carlson, for example, is making it seem like, uh, you know, he's making it seem like uh, that gender studies was the reason why. And, and that seems to be the fucking angle that they go. They plant this angles online and then you have Trump and Tucker Carlson and all these guys repeat them. You know what I mean? So like now it's because the military was too woke and they're studying gender the gender neutralities and all that kind of stuff and that's the reason why they lost the war and you're forcing that culture onto them when they love what they fucking love over there they love the misogyny they love the women the women love the fucking oppression that goes on that's from Tucker Carlson's mouth kind of in a way and then yet but then it makes it's funny though because you're saying they want that but then isn't that like uh what why all these right wingers justified killing them because they're backwards primitive fucking people all the fucking time like it just doesn't make any fucking sense so they're really they're basically from what I can take from it they're I personally think the Biden administration the the center and all that like they know that all this is gonna blow up they know that all this is going in one fucking direction where everything is getting volatile so to me like you know you're supposed to be blaming Biden on the surface obviously and on the surface I mean on social media as well and all that kind of stuff that's what's on surface but like you know what I mean and I feel like you know their different cliques are now gearing up for some fucking civil war is going to happen so now it's going to give fucking trump's people a reason to like you know because again they've already convinced you that they're coming for your freedom they're coming for your guns they're coming they're forcing you to take vaccines mass mandates they're you know because again the system was going to do whatever the system was going to do but now they're convincing you that this is solely the democrats fault while also kind of rallying for fucking uh, right-wing fucking people to fully take, you know, they're just normal, they're fucking, they're basically right now, they're fucking manufacturing consent, uh, and people don't realize that. You know, and, and again, and this is not me, def again, people are going to take that as, oh, he's just defending the fucking Democrats. No, see, the thing is, it's very, very transparent what the Democrats are doing, obviously. It's way, way, way transparent, where, 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 where people think by pointing it out, which you should point it out, obviously. Like, you know what I mean? Because, again, that's why it's designed for us to be pointing it out. But the thing is, is that when you point it out, you're still kind of having the lesser of two evils because Republicans and alt-right people are fucking calling it out. You know what I mean? Like, you'll chastise, like, Jimmy Dore will chastise people for voting for the lesser of the two evils. And I, and I agree, like, you know what I mean? You can't really fixed uh you know for the, the 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 democratic system for what you promoted as or what is being promoted from it whether it be like you know the scandals and all that kind of stuff but the thing but the thing is is like you're also kind of in a way normalizing letting these fucking republicans and alt-right fucking guys become like the, the arbiter of what's fucking right and what's censored and what's not censored People will go crazy over what's being censored because now Twitter has a fucking thing where you can report shit where you can say that you can report a tweet for being misleading and all that. And again, that does sound a d dangerous precedent, but the people, for people to think that Republicans aren't the ones also censoring. 
and doing a good job of fucking doing it, but you're going to fucking complain every time it's on fucking Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, if if Twitter's just a fucking website, then why... What, what, like, you know what I mean? People always go, well, I'm just a guy on Twitter who does... I, I, I do nothing, whatever, and all that. Then I'm not saying, why would, why wouldn't you... I obviously don't know why you would fucking care. But the thing is, is like, if you're just a regular fucking... Account, it feels like a lot of people don't want to... Are, are going to be re- revealed of having troll farms and all that kind of stuff people only blame people blame other people like you know the democrats for having that but republicans definitely have that people all over with every ideology have that fucking thing you know what i mean so like again i can't keep up with everything that was going on but like you know uh people are are really mad the republicans are really mad that they're bringing in refugees um, and there, and there's a, a lot of, again, this, a lot of stuff is also meant to be viral, like, to look like more of a parody of what our world is already, and, like, you're showing, like, the Taliban, like, you know, in the gym, jumping on trampolines, playing on fucking, um, amusement parks, and then, of course, blowing it up by, I, I don't know what, what, what they intended to do, but, like, when you have people yell, debt to America, and then you're seeing that the Taliban is, like, getting out of control, people are gonna use that whole debt to, which, by the way, is not, like, literally debt to America, it's, like, literally, uh, like, you know, down with this person, down with that, like, like, it would be like if, if somebody in another country didn't understand what, like, a lot of fucking Americans were saying, and they'd be like, yeah, yeah, down with this guy, this guy, fuck him, fuck him, and then, and, and so then I translated it to people in the other country by saying, yeah, they, they, they said fuck him, like, 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 they want to have sex with them, and then people would assume that as well, so, like, people always take that type of shit, you know, you know, take, take that type of thing to, uh, to run with all the time, you know, it, it just, it's, it's just, it's really, really fucking crazy where, like, I, I, I do believe that all the military people and the fucking intelligence agencies are actually with fucking Trump administration people and Trump people themselves, and, you know, because, again, the president doesn't really have control, obviously, and, like, yeah, they say he has power, obviously, over all of us, he has power and all that kind of stuff, but the it was gonna go the direction it was gonna fucking go in my, in my personal opinion, and 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 now you think that because Biden has to do stuff on the surface that oh my god look like like this motherfucker can't be like he's not controlled on any fucking level, like people people love to act like that like they they, they want to smarten you up but they also play fucking dumb, and to me it feels like a lot of these guys are really. Like doing a bad job to so you can kind of instill fucking Trump, like you know what I mean already like and again you can point out what Trump did to make these matters worse, but it's not gonna fucking matter because these people already have conf- they need their confirmation bias. It has to be solely the fucking Democrats that are fucking amping stuff up. No one's gonna point out what fucking kind of shit the like you know they'll point it out in in the most ridiculous transparent ways. But if you don't think what the fucking far right people are doing and all these QAnon fucking uh, politicians are doing, then uh, it, it, you you are kind you're kind of fucked up as well. Like if you if you can't even admit that, it 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 just it, dri- it drives me fucking crazy. Like the, we're having a situation where we're rebooting. 
we're rebooting fucking the Taliban to be the Taliban 2.0 and like doing all these fucking shenanigans that you'd see on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like you like them doing crazy stuff, but then it's also like they they also present themselves with doing some normal activities to go, oh look, we're doing normal activities. We can be psychos and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And again, then and it gets it gets confusing with me of of of, of what's really fucking happening because. Like, I feel like a lot of this stuff is... Orchid- like, you don't just leave fucking military weapons and all that kind of stuff there. And then, of course, to make it seem like, you know, Biden's the one fucking bringing back... Bringing people into a... a I don't know if these fucking people that are going in the aircraft are actually going to be fucking safe. But, like, a family gave away their fucking baby. It's, like, just... It's fucking nuts, the visual of this, right? So now you already have it under under the... Under, under the... the, the the narrative that these uh, uh, these immigrants are going to come over and they're going to give you COVID and they're going to take your jobs, they're going to, you know, take whatever the fuck you, you, you know what I mean? They're going to get your benefits before anything else, even though it was the U.S. that fucking destroyed these people's lives. And so even when they're do, they you, you think they're doing something good, they're fucking, you know, doing something that's completely fucking evil. So now you're complaining about the U.S. citizens that are stranded in Afghanistan. And if you're if you're just talking about the ones that are in the fucking embassy and all that kind of stuff, like I'm not saying that isn't good for them like to be stuck there, but like I'm sure like they're probably more safe than fucking people who have been uh, oppressed from this fucking war that you that that the, the, the all these countries have waged on it. It just it, to me it doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. No, like like none of this makes any fucking sense. Like everything's confusing. Everything they 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 on purpose fucking put this shit on there. So like so so, so like now they're gonna fucking start amping this up a lot more. This is how people are gonna get fucking killed. You're already having like these psycho Republican. I forget who this woman was, but she apparently is like kind of like making it seem like people like like that like people should like like people should fucking die for wearing masks and all that kind of stuff. And then you already have a fucking guy that's who got caught doing a bomb threat, and now even like the fake woke uh, right wing people who will like you know take some conspiracies on, but you know will not fucking you know because again it's been it's been you know established that sometimes you know these these people that try to do these fucking plots are always um, you know talked to by the FBI or the gov- any government agency. And they're and they were allowed to do this. So now because uh because this plan got thwarted, people somehow think it was the Democrats or people on the left that did this when it could be a fucking right wing person to make it seem like they're actually faking something when you know what I mean like it's it's gonna end up being something bad like it, the, I'm not I'm not, I'm 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 not gonna be surprised if more of these fucking things start happening. Cause like you know, they they're organizing, they're funding these fucking people, but you you have to believe believe that the fucking you know the CIA and the FBI, just because they were against Trump during this whole Russia Gate thing, which was supposed to go nowhere, you know what I mean? It was, it was never supposed to go anywhere because it was hard to keep up with what was true and what was not. I think when it's all said and done, Putin will have something to do with uh with Trump shit, but they needed this storyline of Russia Gate to be the uh. To be the fucking you know starting point of like starting point of amping up like you know this whole storyline because Trump is probably gonna in my personal opinion at least I don't have any facts 
And I don't want this to fucking happen, but I'm just fucking looking at how they're, o- they're already manipulating. And it, it seems like a lot of fucking people who are supposed to be smart are also kind of falling for that. Like, you know, everyone thinks because, you know, you, you, you call out CNN, like, all of a sudden that person has way more credibility because he called out CNN. They supposedly give a left message on Fox, which gives them four or five minutes. But I, I can, if, if MSNBC, right, let's say they called Jimmy Dore and they gave Jimmy Dore a live mic to say what he wants about some of these fucking wars, would he just be, be on good behavior and not fucking, like, say shit like he, like he does to Tucker Carlson just to get his message out at least? Or, you know, you know because, because again, like, I don't understand why he doesn't complain that, that you know, Tucker's also spreading that fucking propaganda. And then, of course, TYT and them are going to get, start getting into it. Because, again, you're, you're, you're proud of fucking Hassan um, moving into a nice million-dollar house. You know what I mean? And then they gave him... Again, no one makes that money be, being fucking completely fucking clean, so... Like, stop, like, hyperbolic with that shit. But then, of course, you can point out uh, Jenks fucking, you know, uh, union busting and the money he's taken and all that kind of stuff. And then, then both sides basically fling, fling fucking shit at each other. And, and they'll both make good points in different avenues. But there'll always be one common propaganda thing that goes on. You know what I mean? And, and the thing is, like, it's, it's not even that you fucking hate Jimmy Dore and that. I think he does, like, give you fucking good information. It's just, he also, but at the same time, like, there'll be, incon- like, he'll, like, I, I, I'm just sick of people who act like, like, it's because they're telling you the truth. That means that they would never lie about anything whatsoever. And it just, come, it, it always ends up with this person fucking ending up lying as well. Like, you know what I mean? So like, it gets really, really confusing. With how this shit is really fucking covered, I've seen how some of this, like some of the MSNBC stuff, and all of that. But it was just I don't know. And but then I mostly see stuff online. Again, the right wing is being censored, but I all, all I ever see is their algorithm fucking methods getting all over the fucking place. It, it make it makes no sense whatsoever. I just I have no idea what's going. Like the my, my basic take on Afghanistan is. That we shouldn't, we as a society should have never have gone in there. No army, no no military should have gone in there. Uh, it was a ploy to me for me to get fucking to get to. It was a ploy. It was to me at least it was a ploy for them to go get fucking oil, for them to fucking take resources and you manufacture consent by making it seem like these guys are after your fucking lives and all that kind of stuff. And then you go, oh my God, I need to, I need these people to be killed right away. So you don't feel bad when you find out that innocent fucking kids and women and men were fucking dying over there from the fucking bombs that fucking the, 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 the U.S. and Israel and all these other fucking places help fucking, you know, it doesn't make any lick of sense to me. You know, it's just, it's just another fucking crazy-ass fucking thing to rally behind, you know what I mean? It, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Some of them were taken to Cater, Qatar, whatever the fuck it's called, I don't know. But yeah, no, it, it it was it was just it was just really wild seeing some of this footage. It feels like by design they try to 
always correlate something with the present, with the past. So, like, they have this obsession with, like, oh, because again, people are, because again, people are like, okay, if you don't know anything about the Saigon thing, people are going to say that, um, um, people are going to say that it's not like Saigon because the you because the people that are fucking rescuing the are supposedly supposed to be rescuing the fucking civilians there are, 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 are you know, the people that are doing it are the reasons why these people are in the place that they're fucking in. You know what I mean? So to me, I, I, I have no fucking clue. I, I really, I really have no, I have no clue how this is going to work out, but the Taliban is taking over. They're fucking doing It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia fucking shtick. Like, it's one of those things where they're like, oh, we're, like, transparently, like, oh, my God, like, you know, like, for example, like, it's, it's, this, I haven't seen Bill Maher's show yet to this week. I have to go, because, again, I, I saw, I, I finally did see what happened with, like, I finished it with the Matt Damon stuff, and this guy, like, he takes one sensationalistic thing and makes it seem like this is, like, a big fucking epidemic that's going on while he doesn't even cover what real fucking cancellations is and what real fucking injustice is, but he'll, again, Listen, the, the Twitter mob is fucking orchestrated to do whatever they fucking do, right? It, it it doesn't matter. But the fact that Bill Maher, who says the internet has never been important, he's put it down throughout his whole entire fucking career. All he ever does now is spend time talking about the fucking internet and talking about the people that are fucking complaining all the time. While he's complaining about other people complaining. And I'm complaining about his complaining of other people complaining. You know? It just it, it gets it just it just gets out of control. Like like it just shows me by going over the like like like, like the bit was fucking not not even like it, it was a decent bit like the way he presented it about the crime the 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 woke the woke crime that he committed like, like the canceled crime that he fucking committed by you know again I remember I remember there was gonna be a planted seed but when he had that reality show on HBO or something like that I forget what it was, it was like it was like a, a movie making a reality show type of deal where people are making a movie and all that and then a topic about race came into play about you know what i mean and him and, him, and, and of course bill Moore was gonna side with it by saying oh my god he said the crime of people should be making movies based off their merit and i always love when guys do that because they make it seem like the person like i, I get there may be some people who might not be as skilled as somebody who's uh, equipped for the job, but the other thing that they, they, they the other thing they, they leave out though is that they leave out that that there might be people that are more qualified for the job that are fucking minorities, and then what they call people who who get the positions are there because of a legacy fucking hire because they kind of politic right the right way and all that kind of thing, you know what I mean? So they leave that part out, and and they basically always make it seem like people are fucking complaining. That oh my god that I I sh- I I should be like they basically like they're just asking for a fucking handout by just wanting to fucking get in those positions when it's more about hey uh, a lot of unqualified people are in these positions that fucking know somebody and fucking do this and do that and then obviously what obviously you're not gonna look at it no one wants to expose the layers they do it, it that's why when they when they fucking that's why I hate limited representation talk because. Because again, it does it does a little bit more damage in in a sense that people will then think that all the problems are solved the way that people are celebrating, and then all of a sudden that then they will fucking use it as like oh I'm really the oppressed one even though there's way more fucking work to be done you know what I mean so to me it doesn't make any fucking sense. All I know is that the Taliban is gonna enact Sharia law. 
He's gonna, they're gonna, uh, you know, again and again. Sharia. I'm, a, I'm a fucking Muslim, and I don't even know what Sharia law is. I've heard like eighty million definitions of it. You know what I mean? There's people that use it for the sake of fucking good. There's people that will use will be fundamentalist and not really be true to what their motives are. They'll be doing worse shit. So it, it, they they will embrace the extremist versions of that fucking shit. You know what I mean? Probably funded to by the fucking. Uh, by the fucking, you know, money that's going on. I don't know. But again, it, 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 all the inter- all the interpreters that are still stuck there or whatever and all that. See what they see you 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 see they they make these guys try to help out to make it seem like well we're the model minorities in in this country, and yet you can't even fucking help that. Of course, you know people won't give a shit about that. They're just too busy trying to convince you that these Muslims are going to come over and take over the fucking U.S. While they're the ones that are fucking amplifying more and more fucking neoliberalism and neoconservatism um, in the fucking... Like, like even the liberals that are fucking embracing the Wuhan leak lab. And I'm not saying that it didn't leak somewhere. I think it leaked a lot of fucking places, right? But, like, you know what I mean? And then, and then of course, like, you know, people will then pretend to give a shit about the fucking kids overseas and the women over there and all that kind of shit. And they might actually fucking care, but they, they, like, like, like their fucking self-aware, their awareness of the situation, again, is, is, is probably a little, a, a little below mine. And, and, I'm, and I'm not fucking really good at this stuff either. It, it just, it just, because again, like, you don't really buy what, because again, if, if they really cared, they would be telling you especially the ones who have big platform, they'll be telling you what fucking caused all of this to fucking happen. You, you, it's been so long, it's been 20 years, where now you can re, do revisionist history for every fucking thing. And you might actually get a couple of people who might actually believe in that with you. That's how fucking insane this all is. That's how fucking, you just, nothing in this world makes any fucking sense. Different, cli- like, you know what I mean? I'm always like, I, I can't stay in my own bubble. I gotta look at other fucking people's views. But then the thing is, is like, literally every single person might have a truth. And then the, everything else, they might have a fucking propaganda. And they start pointing fucking fingers at who's, who's at fault. And then they'll further divide us even more by fucking political ideology, by fucking strategy, by race, by fucking sexuality, gender, uh, whatever else. They'll divide us by fandoms. You know what I mean? Like it just, it just, it's become really, really fucking vitriol. It's like they they rebooted the nineties and they've literally just amplified it on super serum. You know, and that's that's what it kind of feels like. It becomes way too much of a parody in the world. Like you know what I mean? Like like me seeing the Taliban fucking uh, you know working out in 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 full gear and all that kind of stuff shouldn't be as funny as it fucking is. It really shouldn't. But I'm sitting here laughing at these little fucking antics. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, and then of course they call them they're calling them Taliban two how much, you know what I mean, like, and I'm, and I'm supposed to fucking, like, like, I'm supposed to be fucking scared of, of, of guys that are fucking named, like, 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 named, like, a wrestling fucking stable, 
an old like maybe an old mid south stable or something like that. You know what I mean? Like the Taliban too. The, the original Taliban got over over there, and now they you know now it's like the Attitude Era where like you know uh, they need to fucking re remake it, but it's gonna be like starring Billy Gunn and Bob Holly or something like that. You know what I mean? And then it kind of you know goes in that fucking direction. But yeah, it's it's just fucking crazy, man. It's just fucking it's it's really really fucking nuts right now. You know, cause like, and then and then Ted Cruz is calling. You know, the Ted Cruz is like, like basically shitting on the, again. You shit on CNN all you want, and but because because Ted Cruz is a is a is a is a is a a, a coward himself. He's like uh, making fun of the reporter. First of all, he doesn't even know what a fucking hijab is. He calls it a burqa. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I, I've heard the word burqa, hijab, way too... Basically a, lot of, basically, a lot of white people don't know the difference between any of these fucking things, basically. You know? But, like, you know what I mean? He, but, but, but this woman is reporting where fucking, like, this fucking group is taking over. Of course, she's not going to try to fucking, you know, try to instigate. And, and they were fucking harassing her more. But again, maybe that's all. I, I wonder how much of that was staged as well, maybe, as, to make it seem like it's 10 times. I mean, it is worse over there. But what I'm saying is that maybe, maybe this incident was to make it look like, you know, like, oh, uh, we're super fucking innocent, whatever, and all that kind of shit. Like, not that... I I always I always feel like when people people from CNN are doing this stuff overseas, it's like they're already an order of protection over there. But like you know, what I mean, like I'm not gonna fault them again. And I, that's just my theory. But again, this could have been fucking real, whatever, right? And if it was real, like if it wasn't like played up for the cause again, you never know what's played up for the fucking cameras, especially if you're trying to set a narrative to the neoliberals and all that to basically make it look like a bunch of people are savages and all that type of stuff, right? But like, like, like they were harassed. So again, I don't know why Ted Cruz had to say anything. This guy, like, literally, you know, he took off. You know, when when again, these these guys do heel tactics, and they don't actually care when you point. That's why there's not even a point of even pointing out all the fucking shifty shit he did because it's like it's designed for that on social media. Like you you know how many people will get paid by cryptocurrency for getting ten thousand likes because they point out that. Ted Cruz is a fucking hypocrite. Does it ever, like, you know, dawn on anybody? Or, you know, or maybe everybody just wants to do whatever they I, I I don't know, man. I'm, I'm all over the fucking map. I, I, just, I, just, I just hate the world that we're in. I, I really do, man. I just can't stand any of this shit. And then, of course, like, Lauren Bolbert is, like, talking about... Uh, you know, talking about how Afga uh, the Taliban is building back better. Can you can you imagine if Elon Omar said something like that? You know what I mean? It's it's always funny that people pick on like the squad. And again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't hold the squad accountable or anything like that. I don't think you should be standing, uh, you know, uh, standing. The, I don't think people should be like you know, like always overhyping every little fucking thing they do. Because again, everything it becomes sports entertainment. But again, like there's also other fucking women, women Republican people, who are saying ten times more crazy shit, amplifying people up, and certain people are fucking quiet about that. Not to say that pe criticizing, because again, everything that, that AOC and all of them are doing on the surface, is obviously supposed to be called out, but it's still like misleading you because 
they don't, like, even though they say they have the fucking power. Like, when you say that they have more power than a lot of other people going on, it's like, no, they really don't as, as, much, as much as people think. And, and, and if, they do have, if they did have power, they'd have to use it behind the fucking scenes. Not behind the scenes of, like, like off, camera, off camera and, you know, so, social media shit. Because, again, like I've always pointed out, behind the scenes means stuff that we don't even know. We're not privy to. You know what I mean? Like I, I think overall, people, you know, it just, it just, it, it makes no fucking sense to me. It, it makes no, you know, it makes no fucking sense. I'm gonna keep repeating that over and over again. But yeah, so again, I, but like, don't be surprised if they're gonna amplify this. Like n- now, the Republicans are gonna be amplifying that. Uh, that that uh and they're doing it right now that bl- black people are resp- are responsible for all the anti vaccine stuff because a lot of black people don't want to take the vaccine supposedly sure there might be black certain black people individuals who might happen to be anti vaccine but why is this only a black trait you know what I mean like you'll do that and then yet you'll 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 see alt right people. Bigging up uh, uh Larry Elder because he might be doing like you know the system's white supremacist talking points, you know what I mean? Like not to say that like he himself is a white supremacist, but you know aesthetically right now that, but like you know minorities can be, you know um you know could be assisting with that and there's you know what I mean so like now the Democrats are pointing people who are the Democrats are pointing that out, and now all the Republicans are like oh. They, they, they're, they're saying something racist and all that kind of stuff. You know, maybe they're not doing the message properly. You know what I mean? Maybe you let other black people talk about this and how Larry Elder might not be good for anybody kind of thing. But, but I don't buy that Republican. Like they're fear mongering. They're blaming like a lot of people on Fox are blame are blaming fucking black people for, for 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 the COVID shit, and it's like the right wing propaganda has been putting out shit online about the Tuskegee experiments where as in like it happened but maybe like there's like a power balance in the current form that no one wants to talk about when some of the, when these vaccines might be fucking safe or you know they, they, they are safe maybe and 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 then so like so then so now you already hammered home that people should be suspicious of it like even um, Tuskegee has spot aside a lot of people who are like white and brown that don't trust the fucking thing either, you know what I mean? So like you, you, you're the one that are amplifying the propaganda, but now you're blaming them. But then you say that the the pandemic wasn't wasn't real; it's planned out. But then you know people shouldn't get the vaccine. Um, but then um, the 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 whole thing is fake. Like it just it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. How many times have I said it doesn't make any sense to me? That should be my whole vibe now. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe I'll I'll do that for the title, I guess. I I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling. I don't know how any of this fucking works. Close on Sunday. You're my Chick-fil-A. Sorry. Listen, I was listening to... I, I, I listen to some music doing, by doing the radio stations. Like the... the uh, like the, 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 main, like the station that catered to your needs, basically. On Apple Music. And you know that that song closed on Sunday. I guess I I, I like it's songs that I've liked over the course of the, like the last couple of years, 
where songs are just rotating and stuff like that, you know. And by the way, we um, so if if my if my theory is correct that they're moving towards more fascism, especially when they're kind of like planting the seeds, leaving breadcrumbs, you're finding out that Laura Ingram's brother said that in their house they had a fucking book of Mein Kampf, and uh, and and uh, and um, her, her 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 their parents were Nazi apologists. So now, of course, you're going to correlate that with uh, Laura Ingram, probably. And she probably is. But I guarantee you, people who only see the cartoonish aesthetic of what a Nazi and, and a white supremacist is, and not someone that could just sit there in normal fucking clothing and still be one with the fucking uh, intellectualized propaganda they're fucking spreading. So people will probably be like, well, don't, we, pe- people are allowed to read a book, right? You know what I mean? You have to know what 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 was uh being said how these people get into power like, i i agree you can read something that's like wrote, written by a horrible fucking person to kind of gather how this how how we can prevent it from happening again obviously right but because like it's moving in that really far right fucking direction it feels like the, like you're going to find out that like Laura Ingram has been involved in some fucked up shit or whatever or she's going to be one of the heels when you know this fucking shit hits the fan and all that that's like the only reason why they always bring cuz you could have brought this up a long fucking time ago all of a sudden you're bringing it up now when it's getting it's getting to that fucking point where there's going to be a civil war, a civil war um um breaking out and everything's going to be combustible in any fucking moment essentially it's, and it's already getting there online with all the fucking narrative that we're fucking hearing and seeing and all that type of stuff. I'm, I'm like, all over the fucking map. I, I don't really give a shit. I, I would think to myself, I, I write down nice notes to, you know, memorize it. And then I don't memorize it. I'm like, I'll come and freestyle it. Who gives a shit? No one, you know, takes my opinion seriously. And again, no, you should take my opinion seriously. This is just my opinion, you know what I mean? I, I don't know anything that's going on. I, people might go, oh my God, he's such a, he's such a dipshit resistance liberal. But I, I again, I, I don't agree with all those fucking guys. I'm just saying, like, the thing is, people think that when I fucking, you know, like, you know, give kind of like a reason that like some of the stuff might be going on. And I'm not even saying it's true. People, it, people say it reeks of like hyping up the fucking system, but it's like... No, I just want something that's fucking accurate because what's accurate right now is not fucking completely accurate. It's just different clicks um, trying to change the fucking narrative. Some people are doing it for the sake of good because they're trying to counter the fucking evil. But there's a lot of people that are doing it for the fucking, uh, for the sake of fucking evil. That's why there's no point in even debating fucking people because it's just, it's just more dicks. It's just a more, it's a dick flinging contest. And it's just basically who can um, intellectualize their fucking way of fucking with other people. And it's not, it's not even about open fucking discussion or open debate. You know what I mean? It's, it's more about let me get my bigoted views out. And if you fucking counter, I'm going to fucking cry about you being the one who is sensitive. When I'm the one who's fucking... Like, like it just it goes in that direction. I don't know. Closed on Sunday. Yeah, my Chevrolet. The filming Grammys. And then, of course, people are going off about Joe Biden fucking lying. 
you know, again, of course he's going to fight. See, again, again, I'm not, I'm not mad that you're pointing out that he is lying, but it's like, like, why can't people point out how obvious they're making this shit? Like, there's no coincidence. This is all coming out. This is all being transparent. If they really wanted to fucking fool us, they could fucking fool us. They're just they're making it way more transparent because they're trying to fucking make it seem like everything is falling apart, and it is by design falling apart. But then you're gonna fucking end up fucking reinstating fucking Trump. You're gonna find out that the, like they're, somehow they're gonna fi- they'll at least um make it seem like they were cheated out of the election. Me personally, I think everyone fucking cheats in the system. No one's different, but like, like meaning, like if 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 Biden and them didn't cheat, then like Trump and them would have. And Trump did fucking cheat. George Bush fucking cheated. You know what I mean? Whoever was running the fucking show, it's like you know what I mean. By design, the stuff is go is going down. But again, you know, it's like it's become a fuck. It's become a fucking meme. And then, and obviously, then the the, the right wing people. Are gonna call Joe Biden out for things that Trump did, um, you know th- that he did that are fucking stupid, or whatever, and all that. And then you, they, they don't even care if you point it out because they're always gonna fucking be serving their master that way. I have no fucking clue what's happening, man. I really don't. It's just, it's way too much for me to even fucking comprehend at this point. It's like, it's like, it's like really, really fucking, you know. But I, I, I guarantee you I'll have a bet with myself when I watch Bill Maher that, uh, I, I guarantee you, I, I, you know, um, I don't know what I was going to fucking say. The Sharia law, like, I guarantee you he's going to be go- showing the Sharia law. He's going to be uh, talking, misrepresenting, b- misrepresenting it because Bill Maher always re- misrepresents what fucking Islam is and all that kind of stuff. Not saying you have to be a fan of religion and all that type of stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not really a religious person. I'm a, more of a spiritual person. I think there's fucking, you know, um, you know, advanced technology, you know, that facilitates that kind of stuff. I, I am pro-science. It just, I think there's more, I think there's metaphysical science that goes on, but, you know, people have to just buy into, like, the, the, the limited science that exists. Like, not that we can ever, we, 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 we don't like t- talking about how, we like to talk about how we're m- making technological advances now, but we don't want to talk about how technological advances have always existed since, like, the dawn of fucking time, exactly. We have no fucking clue. So I can almost bet you the whole Sharia law thing is going to be a topic of discussion. You know, and people are going to fucking, you know, give their versions of what it means and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I have no fucking clue exactly what... Because I, I, I've been westernized for so fucking long, right? And it takes a long time to get undo that brainwashing. So I've only heard their fucking versions of it. And I'm like, well, they're smarter than I am. So maybe they know, even though I'm supposed to be the Muslim. But I don't really know or give a shit about anything in the, in the, in the culture anyways. Because I just wanted to fucking just, you know... Go to a side that seemed normal. You know what I mean, like the like the quote unquote white side, without even realizing that I'm falling for that propaganda. It takes a long fucking time to you know get out of that fucking mind state. I don't know. It's just fucking crazy right now, man. 
really fucking crazy. Oh, man. But again, it, it took the right wing to fucking drop their whole anti-war facade. You know how like a lot a lot of people will just go, well, the and I used to be one of these guys too. I'm like, well, at least he's someone saying the fucking truth. But it's like, they're only saying it because they know that the fucking people they're opposing in the political field are already like you know limited already have limited fucking moves that they do on the fucking surface and it's to make things it's like whoever the fucking president's gonna fucking be right, but then they'll pretend to be anti-war. Until, like, their fucking guy, then, uh, like, as soon as you find the refugees need a fucking home, all of a sudden you don't fucking, like, you, you don't care, you cared about the women for, like, two seconds of what they're going to be facing over there. Tucker Carlson's showing more and more why he's, like, a fucking psycho. I, I, I really don't, people will go, well, Tucker, Tucker has the most popular show, but it's like, okay, the guys at CIA, like, you guys, everyone complains about Tucker, uh, the CIA in general, right, so then why would you, uh, why would you want to associate with him when his father, when his father was, you know, part of that fucking thing, part of some institute, it, it makes, no, it makes no fucking sense to me, and it, it makes me question, like, why people, like I again, I have no again, I have no problem with people going on platforms to talk to talk to some people that they agree with on, on their political, you know, on political ends. But if you're not really calling them out for shit, or of what they, of what they, of what they're putting to the water supply, then, then like, how can I even fucking trust what you're gonna fucking say? How 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 are people gonna fucking trust it? You know what I mean? Like I I just I just can't. Because it just doesn't make any, it doesn't make any goddamn fucking sense. Nothing in this world makes any sense. You can try to figure out as much as you can. And especially when you're like a, a former dumbed down fucking guy. And all the information is flying at you in your head. And you have no idea how to fucking pro- uh, process it. And then you have to come on the fucking, a shitty fucking podcast to talk about why my mind is fucking stupid. I have to, I don't know enough about geo-fucking-politics. So now I'm I'm inventing factions and warfare behind the fucking scenes. And I'm, I know I'm not fucking right. And all, all this stuff, I, I, I can, I can probably wager that. But even if I was right, people are not gonna fucking admit it. People don't want to admit. Everyone has to see that they're more genuine, and they're the ones that are fucking, you know, going at the fucking system when they're also as much tied into it. Doesn't mean it's all fucking bad. It just means that everyone on some level is compromised. There's there's a difference between being dirty in the game because the game is dirty itself, and there's a difference between being dirty or in, in, and embracing fucking evil. Like I could, I could, I could, I could buy that some people who have a good heart, have good intentions, want to fucking do, do, do better for society and all that kind of stuff, help the people out. You might have to do a couple of fucking shady fucking things. It doesn't, and again, people are going to obviously judge you off that basically, but no one's going to know the the real reason of why this stuff fucking happened basically. But there's people who just fully embrace the fucking evil, like they'll do the evil and will think that's lesser then we'll we'll think that's lesser than the fucking guy that's kind of doing the fucking sort of shady shit going down. Because, again, we already know that these guys are, and we're going to let them fucking, you know, function and, and, and do their fucking thing while, you know, we pretend like we give a shit about, you know, the actual fucking people. But these, but just, I, I again, I'm all over the fucking map.
I guess that's what's so entertaining, you know what I mean? Try to keep up with my thought process. You won't be able to do it. It doesn't make any... How many, how much minutes do I have left in this fucking... Hope I didn't go over it. Sometimes it just, it goes over 47 minutes. Uh, meeny, moony, me. Uh, what else did I have? I, I don't know. This is why I fucking suck at this. I just, you know, it's just, it's harder to trust people. It seems like, you know, now that the fucking, like, left has gotten fucking bigger, and it has gotten bigger, despite what people say, that, like, now they have to have infighting. So maybe they're all on the same side, and they'll all have their little truths and all that kind of stuff, but at the same time, they're also going to spread propaganda. Like, it's obvious that TYT are supposed to be the more obvious one, because they're like the WWE of the fucking progressive movement, you know what I mean, where, you know, like, like you know, all these established things are fucking kind of taking it, taking down a notch, and now you have these in, infighting feuds going on, you know what I mean, that's why I, I like to listen to Lee Camp, because Lee Camp will just, like, for example, when that whole Jimmy Dore and TYT thing was going down, right, he just focused on uh, on on the on the imperialistic lies that were fucking spread on, he didn't, like, go and, like, get in, in a mixture of pointing out different retweets and who ratioed who and all that kind of stuff. He's kind of, yeah, this is kind of shitty. This is kind of whatever. But he, I, I find that he's probably the one of the better fucking people. And he's actually really funny, too. Um, when he When he's doing his fucking thing, you know what I mean? Like, there's people who... They just want to get into the fucking drama and create a pro wrestling angle. To fucking do this. And again, you know, you know, again, and, and again, I know I, I always mentioned, the reason why I mentioned Jimmy Dore or whatever, right? I'm not saying, again, he'll keep downplaying, oh, I'm just a comedian. You know, all you guys downplay, you know, it's not, not even him, just everyone else, like Joe Rogan and all these guys. It's like, then if you're just a fucking podcaster, like, you know, I'm a fucking podcaster, don't go listen to fucking what I have to say. And that's fine, I understand, I'm a fucking crazy person. I don't, but but I'm, not, I'm not getting boosted up. How are you just a fucking jack-off YouTube comedian if you're getting, like, all the, you know what I mean? Like, you're organizing fucking power. And I'm not even saying you shouldn't be organizing. That's fucking good. But don't, but also, a lot of public, public, public figures with platforms should at least cop to the fact that, you know, the, the, you know, like, you know, it's, it's not just them just doing a fucking show. It's all about fucking gaining more of an audience as well. I feel like that, that's a little bit of, of what's going on in there. You know, people will act like there is no, like, you know what I mean? People will act like, you know, only Hassan had, Hassan uh, Jenks' uh, nephew is the one that had the real nepotism, whatever. But then, like, everyone else who has a platform, no matter how much they try to hide their fucking, their fucking, you know, their whole fucking shtick. And, you know, cause, again, a lot of public figures lie about their fucking lives and lie about uh, what their existence is, you know what I mean? Because, again, they got to be more genuine for the common people out there. But, you know, I digress. I'm trying to get, her, I'm trying to get out of so much fucking topics. It's just, this whole Afghanistan thing is just 
really fucking confused me. You know what I mean? Sometimes I just, I I used to like just before I started podcasting, where I have to explain shit, I'll just let it seep into my fucking head and just kind of go, okay, well, if I need, whenever I need these things, I can maybe uh, summon it to you know show up. You know what I mean? But sometimes I don't really have that on me, man. It just. But I, I insist on coming here and talking because I need to get this off my fucking chest. I don't really... I mean, I get all these backhanded fucking compliments where people pretend they miss me. But then they'll fucking pretend like they don't know what I'm fucking doing, what I'm recording. So they wanted to have it on the live stream so they can obviously make their fucking voices fucking known and all that to try and trigger me into something else more and more. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's again, like, if again... If you're listening secretly and you're not gonna admit it, uh, if you ask me again what I've been doing and you and you're not and you're pretending like cause again, it's one thing to ask like you know, one thing to actually inquire what I'm doing because maybe you weren't really following me, but when I see like random accounts doing that, it's like okay, I know I know what what you're trying to do. You're trying to it's basically them going, oh he his podcasting is his podcast is so on the on on the lower tier of things to listen to. We're gonna fucking ask. We're gonna ask him what he's been doing, even though we know what he's doing. But I'm gonna look like a good person because I'm concerned about what he's been up to, and I'm a nice fucking guy. But you're just trying to put me fucking down. That's fine. The thing is, it doesn't hurt me that much because I know no matter what I do, you're always listening. Every single one of you are always listening and watching, monitoring me every single time, and you'll always come at me no matter fucking what. You'll plan something out. You'll plot something to fuck with me, you try to push me to suicide many, many fucking times, and because the job didn't get done, now you can downplay your fucking role in trying to fucking push a mentally ill person. You know, you know how much money I've cost people because I didn't pull the fucking trigger when their fucking fantasy league was trying to fucking do the, trying to fucking, you know, get points to fucking orchestrate against people? This is how pathetic these people are. It just it doesn't make any fucking sense to me whatsoever, man. Ba ba ba, ba ba ba. But the way that you know the way that Trump is. Uh... It just doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever to me, man. Never would you want me. I heard Aaliyah's, they put Aaliyah's discography on the streaming services. Did they put Romeo Must Die soundtrack? I love that soundtrack. It really doesn't matter to me. It doesn't really matter to me. What you say. Sorry. So, I, I again, I don't know. I guarantee you with the rhetoric that they've been doing with uh, some of these people... About especially with the with how they're already amping people up to be on on the verge of fucking collapsing, they want like they they want you at an all time high. They think that they're coming. They're trying to force you into a mask and all that kind of stuff. Like and and then and then and now like they're whenever somebody like you know again and, and, and I think they're purposely doing this. I believe a lot of public figures already have the cure in my personal opinion. So whenever I hear like a politician or a public figure has it, 
to me, it always represents that it's supposed to be setting an agenda. So, like, now, because at Texas, the Texas governor, Abbott, got it, now people are like, but see, it proves that because you get it, you're you're getting COVID. And, and now they're trying to really fucking make it seem like, like, they're trying to make it seem like, uh, uh, um... That getting the vaccine is what's making people more fucking sick. And again, I wouldn't fucking know, but it wouldn't also surprise me if something is, you know, wrong with certain type of fucking vaccines, maybe. Maybe the, the Johnson & Johnson one might be, like, the, the more transparent one or something like that, where it might not work completely and all that kind of shit. But, like, the vaccine it was never supposed to fucking cure you. It was supposed to, like, you know, make you, like, you know, more immune to it, but... You know, people are going to spread that message because, again, these people want to purposely spread COVID and get people to fucking die. It's like a mass sacrifice shit. And then they're going to blame fucking people that are vaccinated in the mass. Like, you know what I mean? And then and because like they're already amping this fucking notion up, like they, they're already like convincing their followers that this is like Nazi Germany and you're not going to be like, you know what I mean? You're not going to be allowed to go places without the vaccine passport. Listen, I'm sure there's going to be an overreach of something that should be fucking discussed. But the way that is being fucking marketed as like a, as a way of like, oh, my God, it's affecting our fucking lives, it's affecting our fucking lives. And I guarantee you all these people that are complaining are probably vaccinated themselves and they're just fucking lying. They're lying because they want to fucking get people all fucking crazy and get them amped up into fucking destroying shit. And and now with this fucking whole refugee thing, this is going to be a perfect fucking thing. You're already on the edge of your fucking seat. You're already being told that that the, your critical race theory is going to fucking destroy your fucking kids and all that kind of stuff. And and now you have like this fucking boogeyman of fucking more Muslim, uh, you know, immigrants coming in, and and then you're gonna it's, it's just opening it up for people to get fucking shot or something like that. And I think that's what that's what the intention is. They're like trying to really radicalize people to go the far right fucking direction. And, and 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 by the way, Trump is so fucking lucky. Trump is like the lucky fucking guy because he convinced fucking people to go he made people like him because he went at people who are not really that good of people anyways. And now because he does that Anything that they say against him is like, well, other presidents, other fucking presidents, other presidents, which is fine to point out, but you're also letting this guy gain more fucking influence and power, so much so that he has that in the fucking Congress. You know, again, people don't fucking realize that, but people don't want to actually put that in. Like, here's the thing, when Trump was in office, all, all people would, a lot of people would focus on of of course the, the the neoliberals would be focusing on Russia Gate and all that all the stuff with, with with shitty narratives, but at the same time a lot of fucking people who claim to be left, like you know I mean not, I'm not saying every not everyone because again I'm cool with a lot of certain people who are on the left whatever I'm talking about the ones with the fucking platform who would make it seem like calling out fucking uh, the Democrats is the way to go. And then you just deflect anything that Trump did with what George Bush fucking did. And that's by design, by the way. You know, rehabbing George Bush, how the neoliberals did that. Like, they purposely are doing that. And then, so then, so, so then, so then you basically got Trump scot-free because, because again, dipshit neoliberals are the ones, you know, doing 24-7 of Donald Trump and making the worst fucking jokes whatsoever. And now that he's out, out of office... 
people don't seem to see his threat. And yet, so now, like, you know what I mean? They hate you for picking less of the two evils when you vote a Democrat. But then they will fucking do the lesser two evils when it comes to the danger level of 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 what uh, of of what Trump what what the Republicans can fucking do. It just to me it doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm sure someone has. I mean, if if I if if I actually had a good te- had a team of people with me, I'm sure there would there would only be a bit about how many times I said, it doesn't even make sense. I don't know what's going on. Blah blah blah. I'm just trying to go over these topics as fast as I fucking can. I never always get it right. I always have it better written down in my fucking notes. And if you don't believe me, you can ask the fucking trolls that already fucking spy on me. And, you know, know what I'm fucking writing and all that kind of stuff, you know. Because, again, they need to be part of my fucking life so they know every single thing. But that's just how the cookie crumbles whatsoever, you know. So, yes, I'll continue on with this shit. By the way, uh, so Sean Hannity was doing, uh, he was talking about the refu- the, the, the Kabul, Kabul situation, uh, or Kandahar, or whatever. He was doing, like, a lot of, you know, I think it was a Kabul, it's Kabul, I think, right? I, th- I think Kandahar is because someone posted an SNL sketch because every time something bad happens in the war, so in in the world, everybody has to like ring up old SNL bits. And I'm not saying they're not valid, but you know whatever. But I'll get into that in a bit. But what happened was um, with Sean Hannity, people are outraged that you know while this guy's talking about shit, he just transitions and incorporates what's going on into a fucking a- a- advertisement for fucking the My Pillow guy shit. And again, I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't call him out for it, obviously, but this is what I've been talking about with these incidences that are happening. It's like we're living in a reality show where there, where where different cliques are orchestrating fucking tragedies and all that kind of stuff. Like, people are really fucking dying and all that. But, like, these people know who's a target and who's going to fucking die. They have all your information. They know when to fucking target you, obviously, in my personal opinion. I, again, I can't prove all of that. But they definitely do uh, have all our information. But then they have fucking, uh, like, it'll, ha- it'll happen around a fucking Walmart. So then you have Walmart in the discourse. Like the baby, like like for example, the baby. If that if I if I were to believe that was another showbiz stunt to create another storyline, of another cancel culture storyline going on, then I could per, I could I could buy, then you know again he gets hit with a fucking Nike shoe, so now we're talking about Nike, you know what I mean? So the the at the, the the advertisements are all over the fucking map, not just a transparent one, and then they train you to think about the transparent propaganda. In the advertisements that happen. You know, in the advertising, the commercials and all that. You know what I mean? So, it's like, like I said, this fascism and this revolution has been brought to you. This revolution or or this fascism has been brought to you by, you know, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. You know what I mean? Like, every every other thing, it's like we're in in this kind of mode now where the the, the reality show elements are fucking being implemented. And again, you're going to see, again, the more, the more that, you know, it's going this crazy fucking direction, we're going to see a lot more of that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's why you have, the, oh my god, police officers are, police officers are, you know, um, being assholes. So now we're going to have a storyline where they fucking are now promoting uh, Shake Shack or something like that. 
while, you know, again, like, you know what I mean? And people, people just think, because people think that, oh my god, they're just talking about, what's Jesus about? Because you're using everyday fucking, you know, fast food or uh, everyday products and all that kind of stuff. Where now you're basically kind of, in a way, advertising for this kind of stuff. It's, like, done in a really sick way. It's, like, master manipulation of advertising in, in, in these um, really trying times, basically. I know people will find that hard to believe, but, you know, people can advertise shit without them, you know, making you realize they're advertising. Like, I get one, one time someone pointed out back in, like, in the message board days in the early 2000s, how Eminem doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, do, you know, commercials and um, hawk fucking, you know, things, but in his videos, he'll have products or things that he'll name in his songs that's kind of like an, kind of an advertisement for it. Like, that's why he has to always incorporate some pop culture reference all the fucking time, because on some level, like, like it's already, you know how this formula used to be, like, doing, like, basically doing a video where it references, like, a lot of things that are popular, like, like in the, without me, you know what I mean, you see, you, you see him basically spoofing the, the, the real world, basically, you know what I mean, so you're kind of advertising that on some level. Without even, without even kind of realizing it, but, but, like, you're doing it not in an obvious fucking way, obviously. Like, some people could say that I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm being paid by Metamucil, you know? I'm, I'm not, though, I mean, unless, I, I don't know about it, but, some could fucking argue, you know? You just, it's just the way it's, it's marketed, and I guess another fucking gimmick that's been going crazy is we're seeing more fucking school board or town, like little town hall fucking thing where people fucking complaining. And it's so, like, dude, this one guy that got fucking thing, I forget what it was, uh, but he was like going insane about fuck, like, it looked like, uh, it looked like, uh, what, what's his name? It looked like if you combined Otis with Alex Otis from WWE, you combined him with Alex Jones, and they're cosplaying it with like you know uh, as as a dread, because like they they had dreads and all that type of stuff, whatever, right? So, uh, or he, I mean that person did, but like it was just insane, whatever. More and you're seeing more and more fucking viral videos of people trying to rip masks off of people. There was like a fucking there was like again there was a. Uh, a whole fucking thing with the Proud Boys and Antifa. The, and, and by the way, you, you know what hasn't stopped? Because again, I guess it's, it's not convenient enough to fucking bring up right now with all these fucking corporations. But there's still more for, more and more fucking stories being uh, being put out there about how black people are being targeted. And like, you know, I can't keep Because every, every other day there's... Uh, not every other day, every day there's one that, you know, is really crazy, and then when one picks up traction, then it'll become a big fucking, you know, moment to promote that one, as, you know, because again, this, this is, again, when Pelosi says shit like, oh, George Floyd, we thank you for your sacrifice, and all that, like, that to me just confirmed that these people look at everyone as a fucking sacrifice for a bigger fucking agenda, whether it's to move into a more positive direction or a more negative direction. It just feels like we're all just fucking players in these little games, and whenever they want to hit the authorization, they can come for you whenever they need to. And that's why I've had to document fucking stuff about it, because I feel like people are trying to come after me. 
And I don't really fucking need to, you know. I don't fucking need to really be, I don't really need to be here really, you know. It doesn't make any, you know, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, but yeah, I'm seeing more and more fucking craziness. By the way, but you, you, you know how I told you that, like, people are not, like, instead of breaking the rules that the fucking system sends, sets out, people are incorporating fucking, uh, fighting loophole, like that Olympian that didn't do, they didn't want, didn't do the black power fist, but they, they incorporated it in their, in their, you know, uh, in, in their, in, in their fucking act and what they were doing and all that kind of stuff. Now you're 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 having uh, uh people in Texas that are trying to get like I don't know how many schools this is in, but at least at least from what I heard was one school where they uh are basically they basically found a loophole, in school uniforms where they can make it basically mean that a mask needs to be worn in school. You know what I mean? Where you have to be has to be part of your um your your attire. You know what I mean? I, I gotta say, I, 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 gotta, I gotta give it to them for doing that, but I'm sure, you know, that, that that will get them fucking killed. Like, there's gonna be a lot of fucking people that are fucking gonna, you know, just do some fucking crazy-ass shit. Um, and, and another thing was that, you know, again, people are focusing on, you know, um, the whole Cuomo thing, and again, I, again, you de- most definitely co- 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 do that. Do that one, right? Even the, more people should be focusing on the the deaths that more, should be focusing more on the deaths that are in under in, you know in his hands, whatever. From all the how the way he mishandled the pandemic, right? But we're all but we're gonna make the fucking you know we're we're, we're gonna make the fucking sexual harassment stuff come across like, you know for for the media to cover this. It has to be like a little. It has to be a little bit sexy. So it has to be under limited fucking guys, even though you're some guy doing his initiations probably and all that. But like you know, people think that again and and again, it's a politician, so who gives a fuck? Especially because against a neoliberal and all that. But I feel like more people are distracted by this theatrical show, like you know, like like when you have Stephen, like trust me, because Stephen Colbert is like one of like the biggest fucking pussies. He doesn't really actually question fucking shit really in my personal opinion when he is one of the guys that's like getting traction getting praise for yelling at some guy who works on cnn it's like they they, they act like fox news is the most transparent and it is but like they but but like they act like you know calling out cnn isn't already like these guys aren't already discredited like nobody really more people listen to shit online like glenn greenwald is going off about how they're, like they're losing ratings, all right. So they're losing ratings, and how are how are they even? Then how are they as uh how are they as much fucking influential then? If already people know that the mainstream media is bullshit, then how can you just then pretend like Tucker Carlson, um, you know, is like this ultimate player because he gets ratings and he he's the one spreading a lot a lot more disinformation. He might like say a truth here and there. But like it's like not for like the it's not for like the good fucking reasons. They're trying to re- like really really rehab that guy, you know. And uh, the but that guy Ari Melber, you know the guy that I, I don't know what, again I just know him online where he incorporates, he incorporates rap lines into news stories and all that kind of stuff. 
it's like it's like it's like a, it's to me it's like kind of it's like a, it's not even that uh, impressive shtick. It, this this would have been impressive, but like in the early two thousands, you know what I mean? Like this would have been like, oh my god, and uh, you know, an unhip white guy who's on the, uh, who's on a serious news channel, is incorporating the music that we love in 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 uh, in his news stories. But I knew eventually it was gonna come up to bite him in the ass because. Again, I, the thing is, like, it, it, I wasn't even offended by the fucking thing. It was just, it was more that I, the, 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 the act is fucking lame. Touch it up a little bit. But basically, he used Biggie's what, What's Beef to uh, correlate with, uh, you know, he used it to incorporate into a, a, a warning about the fucking people not fucking getting uh, dealt, not getting the vaccine. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the ICU line and all that kind of stuff. You know, because, you know, Florida is like, you know, in a state of emergency, basically, where like people, again, like there's more and more stories about how like the hospitals are not like, again, and there's some people, again, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about fucking people that are funded to fucking lie. I'm talking about regular fucking people who are unsure about the vaccine or, uh, you know, and, and don't have the health insurance to fucking go and all that. I'm hearing people like now being so shitty about about like you know obviously what's been going on. They go having debate: Do these people deserve to have health care? Like, do these people deserve to be in the hospital when they weren't taking the vaccine and they didn't believe this fucking thing was going on? Like, I I don't I don't like fucking I don't like doing that, especially if someone doesn't have any fucking power. You want to talk about somebody who's being paid to influence that shit? Then yeah, I mean maybe I wouldn't give a shit, but if it if it comes to the cost of regular fucking people, you should treat everybody. You know what I mean? You know, like there's millions of other people that do worse shit, who've like you know the Democrats and the Republicans have both misled people with a lot of propaganda going on about this. One minute you know one minute it's not safe to wear masks. One minute it's safe to wear masks. One minute it's safe to like you you have to fucking remember when they were trying to get people like. To reduce the fucking things of COVID, you gotta shove something up your ass. You gotta like do something with you. Like it, it was like you gotta like you know insert something there and all that. Like this is when like they they do these inconsistencies and this the stuff that basically makes it seem like it, it's like people are just making things up. Of course, people are not gonna fucking trust it. But we get more mad at people that don't trust it. And again, I'm not talking about the people that are purposely trying to mislead people. Do I know if anything is really safe? I know I, I, I really don't. And, and you shouldn't, like, take, don't take your medical advice from someone like me who, 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 who's a fucking fat piece of shit, you know, and lives in his parents' fucking basement. But the, I'm allowed to vent about the inconsistencies about it. I'm not trying to discourage anyone from, discourage people from not fucking, t- from, from taking it right now and that. But like at the same time, I, I'm trying to fucking figure out the how much of the propaganda online has gone on where they've paid people to be anti-vax and it comes across as, like, I don't know, you read natural news and you think that, oh my God, this is telling me the truth. Even though every, everyone's fight, everyone's doing an angle on some level. You know? You break me up, you break me up, you leave it. Believing. Oh, I think I got that one. Yeah, I got that. 
but the way that these Republicans are fucking making you, you know, the, the way that they're able to, like, basically sway people is, like, a master fucking class. And people are so... See, this is why I hate the whole notion of um, acting like people people in power are just incompetent. Because it, 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 gets, them, it gets them off the fucking hook for um, possibly planning what's fucking going on. People think that when I say that people are geniuses, that like it's supposed to have a positive connotation to it. It's a, it's a, to me it's neutral. It can be for good and it can be for evil. And there's a lot of people that are geniuses that are really really fucking evil. And I I'm 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 like looking at the situation and I'm like yeah this is what they're trying to roll out more and more while they're trying to make you think because the Democrats are being incompetent. That, you know, and and they're not delivering on their promises on the fucking surface. And again, by design, you're supposed to, like, you know, call that out. You're supposed to, like, rally against that. You really are, and you, and you, and you shouldn't stop rallying against it. You should keep rallying against it. But the thing is, is like, it's, it's like Westworld, where they're trying to wake us up. You know what I mean? And, and you know, some of the, and then the guy who, the Anthony Hopkins character is, like, in real life, trying to, like, you know, he he's part of the... Part of the fucking, part of the fucking, you know, whole uh, operation, and he's trying to like wake up us because we've been robots for so fucking long where we weren't aware, we didn't fucking, we were slowly becoming more and more conscious to stuff, while we're, we're keep repeating the same storylines over and over again, and people do not see any of that's fucking coming. That's why you know again it's like it's a very when when I say it's a nuanced conversation, people think that I might be defending. The fucking system. No, we're not, not afraid of the system. I just want a more accurate... Because again, because guess what? The people who per- portray it a certain fucking way and do it in a more sensationalized and generalized fucking way, when you start becoming bigger, you're obviously... Again, like, Has- like that Hassan guy from Young Turks. He does a good job, whatever, right? But because we've been training people... Like, you know what I mean? I'm not saying he tells... I don't, I don't watch him all the time. I wouldn't try to say, like, oh, he does a decent job. He's a charming guy. He's a nice dude. He, you know what I mean? He seems to be on the good side and all that. You know what I mean? He doesn't really agree with his uncle on a lot of things, uh, on certain things. And then, you know, he, he uh, now, now he's making money. And, and now he has to become the villain because on the surface, anyone who's making money, you're a villain. Because you've trained people to do this whole eat the rich thing when it should be eat the fucking evil. Not to say that, like, anybody's, like, completely good because it's impossible to be completely fucking good in a fucking dirty system. But I can understand it more if someone's trying to survive and still trying to do good good as well because you got to keep a balance. Again, people who embrace the fucking evil. But now it's like, okay, so he lives in a million-dollar house now or something like that. And he's probably, again, a lot of these online streamers are not making that much money. From streaming online. It's clearly like a lot of online streamers. It doesn't matter who it is. They make money from like different powerful fucking clicks that are like helping their fuck. And again, it doesn't mean they're, they're untalented or fucking bad or anything like that. I'm just saying that's how it just means the system is pushing him more. But you gotta like be honest about what, what the system is instead of making it seem like a, a generalized 90s thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you you gotta disclose the fucking clicks and how there's like infighting going on and different people are I- intercepted are um incorporated into 
different fucking institutions. So, you know, you have some representation of this, some representation of that. But, you know, again, you can't really point that out. Or you can, but it'll just be ignored and people will just laugh at you. But it's like, we can solve all this shit. We just don't want to solve it because we need to keep the cycle of abuse, keep, you know, keep that shit going. You know? Um, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, so like all these fucking guys are getting COVID now. It's like so now like they're they're gonna keep moving the goalpost each fucking time basically. Every time a fucking Republican does something fucking bad, it's like you can't fucking point that out. And 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 they're the ones that are getting like I'm not saying that like you know the other guys don't fucking scare me, but like people really do downplay the fucking messaging and the fucking. Uh, influence someone could have because you think because they're talking shit because you talk shit in your private life with your friends and all that it can be harmful it can be harmful but when people are dumbed down and i don't think people really want to educate these fucking people you can culminate fucking shit so that's how fucking guy these guys can control the narrative. They're controlling the fucking censorship. They're controlling the cancel culture. They're controlling the fucking arguments about all the stuff. They're controlling the arguments about how Biden is messing up solely just him, even though there's a whole system that fucking orchestrates all of this to happen. It doesn't matter who the president is. The president is just a fucking figurehead. And you know we, we you know again you know. By the way, if if my theory is correct about let's say you know I you know how I think that like you know Obama on the surface obviously is supposed to be a heel you're supposed to be calling him out for his foreign policy and the drones and you know everything you know everything that everything, you know deporting the mo- a lot of fucking people you know every time I, people always swear that they it was Obama who did the most and then people will point out that Trump also did the most as well like, I, I don't fucking know but if if a lot of people that were not allowed to be invited to this Obama party, right? So let's say, for example, they're, again, you know, people are going to roll their fucking eyes, but they're still going to listen to me anyways, so. You know how I think that a lot of these, th- a lot of these things are fucking clicks and that, you know, uh, people are hanging out and, uh, you know, they're, they're plotting for what's going to happen next? And I personally think that, like, at his core, he could be on the quote-unquote like the actual lesser of the lesser of the evil side to help kind of fund fucking you know movements that are going on that's why you know you get them in your in your crowdfunding and all that kind of stuff right and i know that he didn't want some people to come to this uh party he was having and it just seems like random liberals that weren't invited like larry da- larry david stephen colbert you know, you know what i think that represents that when Trump establishes who the fuck he really is and people in Hollywood are going to fucking reveal themselves, I personally believe that Colbert and uh, Larry David are going to be revealed as Trump people. And once again, this could be all theatrics, obviously, but because it's become a news item that these guys were not, like, the, 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 their invite was revoked. Part of me wonders if, like, they think it's going to play out as like they're worried that they're going to give away stuff that's being told to other fucking people. You know what I mean? Because again, it just seems very random that that would happen. But then again, people think Jay-Z is also a closet fucking Trump guy too. So, 
he was at the fucking party, so maybe I'm completely off. I don't know. But to me, I just... I hate my fucking yawns. I don't know. Um, I guess it was a good time to bring up that Bob Dylan raped a fucking 15-year-old girl, I guess. Apparently, it just it just I don't know what the process behind the scenes go like. Do they plan how they're gonna fucking call out somebody like oh you know Bob Dylan he he you know we should remind people that he I'm not saying you shouldn't bring it up but it's like like this information could have been dispersed during his like height of his career why wasn't it because again these guys do these initiations they get away with it and then when their time in the top is done when they're done in the spotlight. And then they get, you know what I mean? Then you can kind of just bring it up then, I guess. But apparently, again, a lot of these people back then were, like, really, 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 really fucked up. Like, even this SNL shit is kind of weird, too. If if I knew in 99 when I was fucking 15, when, when I was, like, 15 years old, that, like, SNL would be keeping an eye on a lot of uh, fan pages and interact with people on there... Dude, like that just proves to me that that even that that was ninety nine when people were 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 not as uh, hip to the internet, and ninety nine they were doing this. So can you imagine what they're doing now with fucking the internet? But now it's coming out that like a lot of these people were contacted for like to to have, like you know have like see if if this were like if this were like um, if this like if I, when I was fifteen. If somebody, like, who was, like, a hip adult would, like, you know, be okay with, like, you know, the fucking kids kind of drinking and all that kind of stuff, we would have thought, like, this is the coolest fucking thing ever. Like, they're, you know, the parents are not being strict and all that. So, I'm sure that these people who were... Because, again, when you're also a teenager and all that, and, like, you think that, you're like, you're mature and all that kind of stuff, you kind of do feel like you're kind of an adult. Even though you're not an adult at all, well, you you don't know jack shit, but these people were like you know uh, you know basically welcomed over there, and then apparently like Horatio Sands would fucking be hitting on them, and apparently Jimmy Fallon may have been one of the guys too, who may have done uh, you know you know hit on somebody that was like seventeen or something like that. But the thing is, like back then, see back then, like people would look at today's rule, right? People, people always go, "Oh, all of that stuff it was always wrong." What are you talking about? But it's like, yes, society morally that was always fucking wrong. Doesn't mean that people weren't doing it and normalizing it. Like you know what I mean? Like like no one said, no one had anything to fucking say about like Seinfeld dating a seventeen year old. You know what I mean? Even though yes, it's morally fucking wrong that you know he he would. But it's like they let him get away with it, and, and like you know what I mean. So then when I see stuff like that, you're like, okay, so I guess it's like somebody older dating somebody is not bad because society's not like arresting him, or then no one's chastising him as much, or you know whatever. So part of me wonders, like, did they actually like intended to like make fucking friends, or like you know with some of these people just to kind of like help them out with the comedy or. Was the intent like they always try to fucking you know try to do some shady ass shit to them, but like you know it's 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 like you know it's 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 like a lawsuit that's being done right now. I think it's a lawsuit, I guess, because again, there's a lot of court documents that were being presented by you know 
that like comedy fucking guy that goes after comedians all the time. That's like his gimmick, I guess. Like Michael Cheo had a problem with this fucking guy, I guess. I I I don't know. But that's like really really disturbing. I guess like that's you know, it's again I don't know what what what, what the point of all these cancellations are like because like, these guys are not going to go anywhere. Does it just exemplify that when this when it's established that the the fucked up shit's gonna fucking happen? That some of these guys that are quote unquote being canceled are gonna align with those fucking people because they want to hang on to what they have and they'll latch on to whoever actually has power. But now it's getting out of control because everyone's getting canceled for everything, even though people are still making a fucking living. He's getting yelled at a little bit. But people don't understand what goes on behind the scenes anyways. And I'm not saying I do. But the thing is, is like, you know. I don't know, man. I have no clue. But that's just weird, man. Jimmy fucking Fallon. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I don't know if Jimmy Fallon did anything, but I know Horatio Sands was being accused of doing it, you know. See, see that's, that's weird, cause, because back then, if I were, like, interacting with the staff, like, you know, if I lived in New York, I probably would have gone to, like, you know, to say, oh, my God, I'm going to chill with celebrities, and I'm, they're going to let me drink. That's so fucking cool. Like, you know what I mean? The stuff that was cool back then is not, like, it, like, now it's being rightfully called out, I guess. You know what I mean? But, like... People, people just love to pretend like, like, you know, like, like, you know, like, like there weren't these fucked up rules that were just being normalized in front of every fucking buddy. And, and, you know, and then we have these like little sitcom morality battles and all that kind of stuff or morality fucking, you know, uh, epiphanies and, you know, and then go and and just you know go go with the i don't know what i'm trying to fucking say really i don't know I'm trying to fucking salvage uh, uh, I, I don't know you know i i have horatio sands jotted down i don't know how i'm supposed to go with, with this i never thought i'd be talking about horatio sands he seems like one of the cooler guys you know what i mean like but again like you know, people are now bringing up that chris farley also may have done some stuff which that wouldn't surprise me because you know i mean the guy's just a wild character i'm not saying he did I'm just saying that, that that wouldn't fucking surprise me whatsoever. With the amount of fucking drugs he was on and, you know, you know, again, you know, probably, you know, thinking that because he's like, you know, rich and like famous now, he probably didn't get girls prior or something like that, that now he has like a right to fucking getting you or something like that, you know. But so I guess like the Jimmy Founding is probably going to, you know, probably gonna, again, this is why I started playing, this is why I started playing the seeds. With the whole blackface sketch, you know what I mean? Because again, you're like, oh, they're bringing it up for no reason, but I think they're bringing it up because they're building a fucking case to now expose it and correlate it with something that's gonna be in the present, which will probably be like him, um, you know, being uh, b- being tied to like some fucking shady ass shit. Maybe he'll be revealed as a Trump supporter. Maybe you know what I mean? Like we don't fucking know. But I feel like a lot of the old guard liberals are, you know, in show business are becoming the heels now. And people just still don't understand that how this fucking works. That's why the, the, you gotta take everything into account. But we'll, we we limit our narratives and then that's how they keep us dumbed down while they're getting away with a lot of other shit. You know?
man. And then, of course, with, with the whole, I, I mean, the whole like you know Afghanistan thing, there was again I don't even really understand the sketch, but apparently it was like this cocktail party, where they're kind of like happy about like oh my god we can't wait to go like they're going down to Kandahar or something like that. And to me, it didn't come across... Like, to me, like, there's many things you can point out about SNL because they're supposed to be this institution that's going to be called out, like, in WWE for corruption and all and, and enabling fucking shit. Now you're picking apart every single fucking sketch. But this particular sketch, like, maybe dumb people didn't fucking get it. But to me, it wasn't, like, being pro-war. It was pro, like... It, it was making fun of fucking these like liberal types that would do would have these kind of conversation or something like that like you know what I mean like, like the, the upper Manhattan type of neoliberals and all that kind of stuff so like that so like, all I'm saying is you can bring up a lot of fucking stupid shit that SNL has done that's kind of like yeah it's like, like you know what I mean the Giuliani stuff like you know what I mean like all day every day you can point that out and I'll be like yeah that's fucking you know shit but like bringing this one up, with, and someone who worked there, who didn't write it, but said that wasn't the intent of it. It's like you know what I mean. Like, it's like it's like people are so hell bent on doing it that they, they they just go after any fucking single narrative they can with everything. Like you know what I mean. Like, like you know what I mean. Because again, if 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 you're because then when people don't get the sketch, right? I'm again. I'm not saying that it, it was old, it was like the funniest fucking sketch, but I can still tell what the attempt was they're trying to do. Whatever, whether you don't think it's funny or not, all I'm saying is that when you show you show that side where like you're gonna pick apart any sketch to like make it fit your narrative, people are not gonna believe your fucking narrative to begin with. Then, because people are gonna be like, you're also misleading people as well, even though that shouldn't discredit you completely. It just, it just, to me, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It has to be like the, the 30th time that I said that, right, in this podcast. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, the, I don't know if Lizzo's trying to imply a heel turn. You know, like, because she does that, that you people stuff, right? I'm wondering if because she's getting body shamed... Now she has to blame, like, the fans for being fatphobic. And again, I'm not saying that isn't an issue. But that's more, I, I, again, that's more of, like, the system putting her in that position to be, like, act a fool, basically. Not to say that, like, she, she, she's not a good person or anything like that. But you can tell, like, a lot of her, the stunts that she does, like, wearing assless pants and all that kind of stuff. And sitting on the, sitting on the seats and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's like she's... Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to be forced into a, a gimmick that you're going to be doing, and, and then you get fucking traction from it all the fucking time. Like, more people will probably know Lizzo from her stunts than her actual music. Even though her music is pretty, you know, it's decent. It's, I like it. Not like, everything's for me, but I, I dig it. I think she's talented. So, like, she's, like, talking about how, like, everybody is, like, fat-shaming her, blah, blah, blah. And the thing is, that people mistake that, you know, a lot of people who pretend like they, like, you know, they're, they're championing being fat and promoting a fat lifestyle. It's not that they want to be fat. It's that they know it's going to be a struggle to lose it. So in their head, they have to be like, well, I'm doing whatever I want, even though you're still, like, living a dangerous thing. But fat-shaming people is not going to fucking work either. But 
you gotta blame the fucking people that are in charge because they're the ones that are putting these people online, especially to fucking put you down. You know, and that's just you know. Not saying I agree with that, but everybody has to like, whatever they, whatever box they put you in, you gotta attribute those little whatever they want you to do, while also having a message of truth, you know, mixed in with it. You know, it's like it's inconsistent. So then people can always point out your hypocrisies. You know, oh, you're a hypocrite because you did this. Well, then you know what? You're a hypocrite because you did that. So then the arguments go nowhere because everyone's supposed to be a hypocrite. Everyone's supposed to be, uh, you know, a fucking goddamn liar. Am I even making any fucking sense? Am I? Am I? Uh, I would cover Bill Martin, uh, Matt Damon. By the way, if you, if you thought we're going to get rid of Chet, ha- Chet Hayes, Chet Hanks from the hip-hop fucking community, he just found a way to fucking prolong, you know, his, 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 life, his life here. Because now Soldier Boy signed him to his label. Well, apparently, I guess. So now you, so, so now what happens is when you have, when, when somebody who's like hated by like, you know, people in the hip-hop community or... People just fucking think he's a cornball or something like that. Now he has somebody in the hip-hop industry to kind of co-opt him and co-sign him a little bit. So now he'll have every other reason now to act a fucking fool. Because he's now associated with Soldier Boy. You know what I mean? Soldier Boy probably has some cred and has an influence on a portion of fucking people. So now you're gonna fucking, you know, you know, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's 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 like they're you know you know you know how they had the racial draft. I think people are definitely like drafted to different institutions or industries. So like Miley Cyrus and Chet Hayes were like drafted to like you know, the hip hop circle, and then when they wanted to fucking leave, then you know then they, then they have to make it seem like they're leaving because, oh they're just using it whatever and all that. But you know, people definitely do come like like Justin Timberlake was like was uh, drafted. But then, you know, he, he left for a bit and now he wants to get drafted back before they cancel him because that's what's going to end up happening. A lot of heel turns happening, you know. Uh, I'm so fucking tired. Um... Eminem, oh yeah, Eminem is going to be in 50 Cent's new show about the Black Mafia family, BMF. That one actually looks pretty fucking good from what I'm reading about it. I want to fucking watch that. I like Raising Kanan um, better than the Power series in general, but you know. But Eminem is going to be playing White Boy Rick. Which is hilarious because, I mean, some people think that Eminem has always kind of been, you know, a, a fed on some level, you know what I mean? I mean, I feel like all entertainers are on some level. But because Eminem is, you know, normally you correlate the the roles you're playing in with what you are going to be presented in quote-unquote real life. Right? So now Eminem is playing a fucking guy that's a fucking, you know, sn- you know snitch, basically. And again, it's going to be comical. I don't know for the right reasons or for or the wrong reasons, but 
I'm going to be looking forward to seeing Eminem playing White Boy Rick. We'll see how it goes. I'm actually surprised. I always wanted Eminem to be a villain in Dexter. Like, he would... Like, not even like a... I mean, he should be... He should. He's big enough where he could play a season-long one, right? Like, he could have done that. He could have done that easily. In, uh, you know, in, 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 in during during a time that he wasn't really making music much. Like, 2000... Like, 2007, 2008. He could have, like, been in, you know, in, in those seasons, basically. I mean, who knows, though? But yeah, he's gonna be <sighs> white boy wreck. I'm curious to see how this fucking plays out, man. I'm really am. Fifty Cent's been, you know, killing it there, you know. Okay, and then the other thing was, um, you know, I think delegations go at each other, and then it spills out. Into like you know Twitterverse, and then regular people will then start getting involved and it becomes like sensationalist and all that. That that woman's and again I think she's talented. Whatever, she blocked me on Inst- Scotty Beam right. She blocked me on Instagram. Klaus Fall. I, I said I, I think she, I think she's sexy as hell and she's like funny, and all that whatever. But one I thought she would get my joke one time. It was like I think a couple of years ago whatever. But she's like, don't ever, no one ever asked me for money ever again. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. But, yo, can I borrow, like, and I, I always make it seem like it's a small amount. Because if I actually ask for, like, let's say, 500 or 1,000, they'll actually think I'm serious because, you know. But I always, or, or, or I overblow it up. Like, can you lend me 10,000? She didn't find it funny. Obviously, she blocked me after that. You know what I mean? But, you know, but again, she didn't hate me completely because she uh, still has me on Twitter, but. I mean, she didn't follow me, but I'm following her. I was following her there first. Um, but no, no, she was like, "You can't for uh, you don't think you can make make black people feel bad for not supporting, um, supporting uh the the the, the new Marvel the that you know that Shanghai movie." I guess because she hates fucking what's her name Aquafina, who's like. Obviously, supposed to be polarizing because, you know, when you when you become a showbiz person, you gotta do something to discredit yourself, so that people will always hate you for it. And I guess her doing the black scent is is like you know, cause like she's again, it's one thing if you're like, cause I think sometimes I I have that because of who I used to hang out with, and how and because I listen to music, so it it goes in and out. But I'm not like, I'm not like doing it to mock to mock or whatever and all that. But it feels like her whole act seems like it was kind of goofing on that. Like, I understand that thing. I don't know if she's, like, really legit, like, you know, like, you know, racist or anything like that. Or she, like, she just, like, you know, she's just following fucking the orders of whatever you gotta do in the system kind of thing, right? But, like, I guess one, like, again, first of all, this is Marvel movies, right? Like, I, I love Black Panther, you know what I mean? But, like, you shouldn't expect anybody... Like, you know what I mean? And, and make it about, like, a whole... Like, that's why I'm saying it, it feels like delegations are going at each other. Like, hey, we have an agreement with you to help... Can you guys help promote uh, on on social media that you're going to watch it so more of your fans who might be the same color as you might go out and watch this thing, whatever. I can believe that exists. I can believe delegations exist. But then regular people are just like, hey, I, I just want to go see a Marvel movie. 
I just want to go see, like whether it's Black Panther, whether it's Chang Chai, whatever, and all that. I I wanna I wanna I just wanna see the fucking movie. You know what I mean? Again, they 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 turn into the this whole identity politics thing, for for it all the time, right? But like you know, again, but I think it stemmed from one it stemmed from one person who said that like you 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 everybody better support and I I don't necessarily think they're talking about black people supporting it. I think they're saying it was more the aim of the system saying that like people better like support this like everyone supports Black Panther or whatever. Right, but the thing is, like, when you try to compare your shit to like, like you know, black people stuff, whatever, then people are obviously gonna like you know, it, and this is when it all turns upside down and all that kind of stuff, and everyone just starts having fights, and then we're all divided by race and all that type of stuff. Listen, man, it's a, just a Marvel fucking movie, you know what I mean? I know there's political connotations that that, that are into it. Like, there's no way that people would get this invested if there wasn't like, like I just feel like some of these movies represent like behind the scenes what goes on with different cliques so that's why they get offended when like like you know for example people got offended that luke skywalker was a coward in these new ones because it symbolizes someone that would be in his role in real life in a fucking war with the fucking other higher-ups that like they would be like you know that fucking cowardly kind of in a way like just to kind of be away from all this shit i don't know but again, like, you know, I just, because again, like, I feel like people in the system, people who have platforms, like, they will do good things, obviously, they'll say good things, they'll do good things, right, but part of them that's compromised has to, like, start some shit with other groups of fucking people, and it feels like, it, ha- it feels like with the whole, you know, COVID thing, you know, they've been amplifying the Asian hate crimes, that one hasn't really been in the repertoire right now. It, like I mean, I'm sure it still goes on, but it hasn't been as promoted online as every day, every day fucking thing. But they're trying to, of course, they're trying to make it, you know, trying to make a, a feud happen, whatever, right? And there's people that are generally just don't know what the fuck is going on, but because everyone's fucking, you know, bedroom drama is fucking, you know, um, uh, you know, not bedroom, boardroom drama with the delegations and spilling out into the fucking, uh, into the atmosphere. People don't know, you know, what the fuck is going on. That's why you always have people at each other's throats by design. And, you know, this is why I kind of just hate the whole entire fucking world, really. I just don't want to... Because, again, it's never going to ever stop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can pretend it's going to stop and we're going to do kumbaya... But people are going to hate each other regardless and all that. I don't know what, what what the solution is. But this is over some, like, you know, again, I, I can't I can't be one of the I'm the one, like, live tweeting about wrestling and losing my fucking shit all the time. So I'm nowhere to complain. I'm just saying that, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand why everyone got shit on Black Panther, you know? I thought it was cool that everyone was getting kind of festive. Was it a little bit corporatish where, like, people were obviously being paid to, like, advertise and all that but I I thought there was elements that were the elements of, of of the fandom that was like just exciting and nice to see people being happy and all that just like everyone who's Asian will fucking love this new movie and even if you're not like, I don't think you need to be like a certain color to enjoy other people's art because just because like it's catering to that specific group whatever like it'll, it'll resonate more with them doesn't mean that like people are not going to support whatever right but of course, it's just unnecessary fucking 
in my personal opinion, it's not necessary to, like, start this off, whatever, and all that. Because, again, it's going to cause... Like, we're already living in a world where there's more fucking fire and everything is burning down, like, literally literally and figuratively. Yeah, figuratively. 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 Yeah, fuck it. You know, but we don't need more fucking fires being fucking planted. And I feel like this is what happens online a lot. But people need more content for their thing and all that, you know. Uh, give me a second. So let me uh, just finish off with some of the non-wrestling stuff, you know. Um, so I was talking about you. Yeah, so basically, you know, I knew there was going to be controversy from uh, the whole Jeopardy thing, too. And this is how it's so designed, right? Nobody knew who this guy Mike Richards was. I mean, maybe some insiders, maybe if you're so inside school, you know who the producer of Jeopardy is. I don't know if this guy was a... I, I, just, just, I heard, right? I don't even know what offensive things he said. So now if, if it feels like this... It feels like you... It feels like anybody that was part of the fucking system who probably, like, you know, has to do some kind of dirt or, you know, you're getting canceled, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden now, all of a sudden now they brought him into being a fucking public figure. We all, for a couple, for a week or so, were like, okay, who the fuck is this guy? Why is it two host? Why is me? And and by the way, me, me and Bollock isn't fucking that great of a person either. I used to think she was cool, but she's very pro-Zionist. You know, and there's other views that she fucking has, but... Apparently, this guy made comments on a fucking podcast um, about 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 Jewish Asian people and all that, and now it feels like another way to market market more fucking controversy around this. So, so again, this is why. So you unknown. See again, if if um we had brought if if people had brought this up prior to them naming him as a host. It would be like scoffed at. People would probably talk about it a little bit. But now because he was brought out in the forefront to be a fucking host. So now you you obviously set, set the seeds for his heel turn, essentially. Like, you know, or his heel, heel reveal, basically. So I don't even know what comments he actually fucking made. Let me, let me see what comments he made. Let me see, like, what the gist of it was. Because, again, if it, if it was supposed to be on a comedy podcast, I'm not saying it's... I'm just saying that, like, it depends what, what you know. Um. Let me see what it is right here. Hold on. Um. Scandals. Let me see what the scandals were. This guy looks like the biggest scumbag anyways. <clears throat> he made eight years ago a podcast. He or me and the show. So he's still, see again, he's still the producer. But people, but I guarantee people will pretend that he is being cancelled. But again, you have, again, by, but then by design, we're going to be like, well, what about her? She's also an evil fucking person. The girl that was on Big Bang Theory and played Blossom, whatever, and all that. But no one's going to care about that because, again, this is probably, you know. 
uh, had asked, so in the podcast, he had asked his female assistant and female co-host whether they have ever taken nude photos. Or in his word, body, boo pictures. In another episode, he called his co-host a boot-ho. See, see, this is all like, this is like all cartoonish cancellation. I'm not saying this is fucking good, but I'm like, this is like regular, people will go, what, I don't fucking talk. Like, like, like everyone motherfucker, you, all these motherfuckers talk like, like, they, like, mean, they, they, they talk their fucking shit, but the reason why they're bringing it up, maybe there'll be more fucking, you know, scandals that he'll be a part of. This is just unsurfacing it, but they always start off with like, the fucking shit-talking, jokey type of fucking shit. And I'm and again, I'm not saying that like that has to be your fucking humor, but I hate when people just deny that that humor doesn't exist and is not encouraged in general. In general, you know what I mean? Like, like they'll pretend like they're outraged by it, but at the same time, the people who are same who are outraged by it are also aligning with fucking corporations and other fucking people who probably say and do the same fucking shit. That's all I'm fucking saying. Not that I'm, like, defending the fucking guy, but I'm just saying that, like, you literally look at everyone's fucking past, they will have partaken or financially fucking uh, have, uh, you know, given to something that isn't fucking really that big, that, that, that isn't moral. It's just when you decide someone's supposed to be fucking cancelled, that's when it fucking happens. But it doesn't seem like this guy's going to be cancelled. He's still the executive fucking producer. So what kind of punishment was it otherwise, you know? Uh, let me see what the comments were. Hold on. So the anti the anti defamation league, which doesn't have that much credibility because of how pro Israel they are, you know. Um, This is this is one of these like pretentious cancellations. That's like gonna like be used to sensationalize their point, so like now he'll be getting like he'll be on Ben Shapiro's podcast or he'll be on Dave Rubin's podcast. He'll be on some podcast where he's gonna be like, "Oh my God, this has been you know." Richard was was accused of pregnancy. Okay, discrimination. Okay, th- th- these are legit. Okay, so okay, so this is not just stupid fucking shit talking comments. Okay. Okay, so yeah, see if if he's do- see I thought he was doing it on the on the podcast where he's just talking to, just talking like talking shit to random people. But if if you if you do this with people that were employed under him and all that, then yeah, that's kind of, like you know what I mean, like you know. 
Consistently, uh, you know, host Richard is accused of pregnancy discrimination in two complaints followed by the former Prices Right model. He was accused of making insensitive statements and talking other uh, questionable actions around models on the show who became pregnant. The Ringer, which reviewed 41 episodes of the podcast before they deleted the online, reported that Richard's at one point as a female... Um, as a female person and as female co-host, whether they've ever, ever taken nude photos in order to wear boo pictures. See, this to me just fucking seems like, like, you know, typical fucking Howard Stern, like, you know, people that you're comfortable with, uh, you know, just, just, just asking, like, you know, just, oh, hey, you're taking a picture, like, you know what I mean, just like trying to be provocative, you know what I mean, I'm not saying that's obviously right, I'm just saying that, like, 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 this kind of stuff has been so fucking normalized where people do talk like that. And, and, you know what I mean? But, 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 but I guess it's like, if he was holding his power over them, like, you know what I mean? Like, if they give it back to him, would he have done anything back? You know what I mean? That women dress like a hooker on Halloween or another to tell a story about former prize of people who are taking up a bacon... We were said we we're gonna have ha, have to saw her out of her room because she was going to be so giant that she wouldn't be able to fit at the door. Again, this just seems like fucking like you know. Again, this just seems like fucking stupid jokes. In a statement, ringers who who Sony also supplied, which said that were turned the pocket returned to be was intended to be a series of irrelevant conversations between longtime friends who had history of joking around. He said his attempts to be funny and provocative were not acceptable, and that he removed the episode pledging to live up to the obligations as a role model. This just seems like the, the least... I want to know what he said about. I want to know what he said about the what he said about Jewish people. If they have anti defamation leagues. Uh, hold on, let me see. Let me see right here. Let me see. Uh, Dude, I again, again, maybe because see, this is what happens when you grow up with fucking the most edge lord fucking shit that you watch, whether it's like professional wrestling and Howard Stern and all that kind of stuff, because because again, because a lot of the stuff that he would do would be respected by a lot of respectable fucking people that would not ever say a word to him, right? But I guess he was allowed to get away with it. So to me, these even though like yeah, these these things are like you know the what they call like you know the they haven't aged well or whatever and all that kind of stuff. Like to me, like I always think that people who just shit talk, whatever. But to me, the fact that they're bringing this up, they only bring this up when something 
else is going to be revealed and correlate with these comments or something like that. But when the Anti-Defamation League, which is not like very... Like, again, a lot of people on the left have pointed out why that's, like, a fraudulent fucking thing. They're not as, like, you know, uh, you know, the, the, they're more pro-Zionist. Pro like, they, they don't have a problem with, uh, you know, memes of fucking issues, but they'll have a problem with... Again, I don't even know who this fucking guy is. This is, this is how they put him into the forefront of all this, all this fucking nonsense. It's like it was designed for it to be controversial. It's like they already had the controversy planned out. Because again, it was kind of random that some guy who's an executive producer, the the booker, as you would say, in wrestling terms, that he gets the fucking job as the fucking host. It just to me it just feels like another marketed controversy that's gonna end up you know making basically making him fucking you know. Uh, seek revenge, or maybe he'll become a better person, maybe, I don't know, we'll probably find out more about him or not, but, I don't know, from what I'm reading, the comments didn't seem, like, that fucking bad, like, I love how people pretend, like, like, you know, like, on, on a podcast, we're gonna be provocative, unless, like, he was forcing these women to, like, not retaliate back, or, like, threaten their fucking job, and all that kind of stuff, like, I can see, like, actual, the employees part, where it's, where it's not on, on air, and it's actually, like, making disparaging comments about employees that you have under fucking power and all that kind of stuff. Then I can understand that aspect of it. But from the comments that you have made, these are just fucking shitty, just edgelord fucking jokes. And much more people are have done more evil than what... Unless there's more to it. Like, you know what I mean? This is how they always start off the controversy. They start the controversy by doing the most minimal things, and then we all discuss it. And we'll all kind of go relate, like, we'll all relate or, or kind of go, well, this is how people used to joke around, blah, blah, blah. And then we'll all be talking about it. And, then, you know, and it'll basically be another reason why the PC culture is running amok so that the right wing can then market it um, as why this guy is, you know, gonna, you know, whatever. I don't know. I have no fucking clue. Like, Moose, I, again, I have no clue about anything that's going on right now, man. Um, but I guess R. Kelly's trial is happening. And, I mean, I'm, I haven't been paying too much attention to it because, again, this is all theatric. But one of the things that, you know, was revealed is that he had herpes since 2007 and he was knowingly spreading that to other fucking people. And this is like one of these incidences where I'm kind of glad that you know I haven't gotten laid as mu- laid as much, or, or I'm 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 very I'm very desi- I'm I'm not the most desirable fucking person, and I'm kind of thankful for that because maybe if I was and I had confidence, I'd be going, you know, town to town to fucking have sex. I would probably end up fucking you know catching shit because again, I believe that in the industry and the institutions. They have fucking their people in their criminal underworld that go around and fucking do that. Like, there was, I think, again, I don't know if it was true or not, but there was someone on fucking Periscope who was, you know, I think he's supposed to be a male sex worker, but people kept saying he had HIV. And I, again, I don't know if he was or you know, if he does, but to me, like, it, that, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, people are given that incentive to go and spread shit. And then people will make fun of me for, 
you know, not fucking wanting to get laid when everyone's fucking everybody. And it's like, unless you have, like, the secret hidden cures for some shit, then I don't understand why, you know what I mean? Because, again, if everybody's having it and everyone's doing the, you know what I mean, and they're all spreading STDs and all that, why would I really want to fucking catch one? I don't want to fucking, I don't want to catch herpes. I don't want to catch any of that shit. So I'm, again, it might be more lonelier. And by the way, the people that do get laid a lot, a lot of these motherfuckers, you know, they seem to be a lot of fuck. they seem to be happy for a lot of these OnlyFans sex workers that are, are going to be in trouble. Again, I don't understand all the fucking, you know, all the things that go around it. My whole concern, because again, there's better, like, go listen to, go listen to actual sex workers about, like, some of the vague fucking laws and language they put in. Where, again, like, you're, again, if you don't know anything, right? And they take it, and the system takes advantage of that. They tell you, hey, you want to, we, we need to counter sex trafficking because these women are, women and, and men are being forced, uh, you know, against their will to go do it. You're like, oh my God, I, I, I need a, that is horrible. But the thing is, there's been explanations on how the vague language in these things really fuck up, um, they really fuck up, um, uh, they they really fuck up the sex workers' lives. Basically, it always ends up harming them more so. Whatever, right? You got you got to actually listen to sex workers. But see, the 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 thing is that people look down on them so much because like they uh, associate selling their body with something that's like so fucking that's so bottom of the barrel that you know what I mean that like. Oh, they're not worthy of my respect. Even though, listen, there are some people who are forced into doing it. I'm not denying that. You know what I mean? It's not like, I don't think everyone is like, you know, willingly doing it. I think people are. But there are people that need to survive that do do it for, you know, with their, with like, you know, their own fucking business mind that they're doing. And again, I went, I went on rants about this, about how like people get mad at sex workers, but they're also the ones that are prostituting their mind and to, like, you know, sell a fucking image. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, again, I have no fucking, I have no fucking dog in the race. All I'm, all I'm saying is that I don't believe that, you know, sex workers should be, you know, again, they're, they're removing sexual content from the fucking, from the OnlyFans. And, 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 and now, like, no one's really gonna go. I knew once Beyonce mentioned it, it went mainstream, that it, it was gonna go downhill from there. Sometimes I wonder if that's done by design, basically. You know what I mean? Go to the next one, and that's gonna, you know, you go to the next rebranded fucking site that's gonna help you out. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't understand all of it, anyways. But you know, I just I don't think I think, and again, it's because a lot of these overly overly fundamentalist religious people are like basically complaining. Like I guess it was because of a, a bank did something. Let me let me see what what it was. Let me see. Let me see right here. Only. Only fans. Let me see what's going on. So CBC. Image and video screen platform only fans. Not only the quickest, most popular sites on earth. Chile because the fastest growing sites out there, bar none. The UK based company only launched in 2016, but due to celebrity shout outs and COVID 19 forcing social interaction to increasingly take place online, the use the 
the, the user base and brand recognition skyrocketed. In April, uh, it reported 500, 553% increase in revenue for 2020, and an active user count of more than 120 million, up from 20 million before the pandemic. According to a recent statement, the number now is, sits north at 130 million users who pay, pay monthly fee to access the content creators post. This says almost came entirely from a site's popularity haven for adult erotic content, explained Toronto Bay sex journalist Kate Sloan. So on OnlyFans announced earlier this week that they would be banning the posting of any content containing sexually explicit contact. It became a shock and a betrayal. A lot of people are upset that essentially OnlyFans has made their fortune on sex workers and throw them under the, bu- under the bus entirely. While it, it may seem nonsensical for a platform that has recently found immense success with a specific type of content to turn around and ban, Sloan said it was inedible. Following a footstep of sites like Patreon, Tumblr, Instagram, is more, Sloan said OnlyFans bowed to per... per... Potential, pour it. Let me see how how you say this word. Puritanical. Puritanical. Ideal from banks, payment processors, and lobbyists. The very deal that sex workers and adult content creators who built those platforms say. Put them at risk by driving the by driving the industry underground. People are very very sensitive about sex in the financial industry for some reason, and a lot of companies will bow to those pressures. Sloan said, so it makes sense that they try to eliminate the most financially risky aspect of the business, even though it's part of the business that literally made them famous. In a statement announcing the ban, OnlyFans noted that the changes were made to comply with the request of our banking partners and payout providers. Such situations happen frequently, like Mike Stable, president of Los Angeles-based Free Speech Coalition Nonprofit Trade Association for the Adult Entertainment Industry, noting pressure by payment processors is often what causes websites to adopt stricter policies around adult content. So it's basically the banks that are fucking... It's all, you know... And people that are happy about this, like, you know, again, again, and there's a lot of people that fucking get laid and are married and have, you know, all that type of stuff that I've seen fucking, you know, uh, boast about, about this kind of shit. And, and yet, and yet, you know, people like me are accused of like, oh, he, we hate women and all that kind of stuff. Cause we don't get laid often and all that. You put all that on that, but then these guys that do get fucking laid often are the ones that are. You know, the ones that are fucking, you know, happy about sex workers getting fucking screwed. I, I don't, you know, again, you know, if people make their fucking living doing that, man, that's, that's, that's on them. If they, if they, if they control their destiny and they're doing it, I have no fucking issue. If they're being, if people are being forced into doing something, then I don't co-sign that. But as far as like, you know, consensual and them wanting to do it, and this is how they do it, whatever. It's not even that they want to do it. Some people have to survive that fucking way. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, maybe if, if people fucking, you know, if people on the top weren't fucking so greedy, maybe people wouldn't have to do it to fucking get by. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And, not the, and, and even if they want to do it, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's no, no, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, 
it's 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 not it's not a re- it's not a reason to fucking just root against them. Like I like I, I don't understand. That's why you gotta talk to actual sex workers about uh, uh about the actual vague language that's used in some of these things. I can't retain all of it. But just like as a, as, a, as a regular dumbed down guy, I'm always like, oh shit, I don't want these I don't want these women I don't want these women to be, you know, preyed upon by these higher ups and all that kind of stuff, who will put them in position to. You know, do something, you know. This doesn't make any fucking sense to me. None of it does. I don't know. I Again, I hope it all works out. I'm sure there'll be another fucking site, but... If, you know, payouts are fucking... Ah, man, it just sucks. I can't understand any of this stuff. I'm just too dumb, but I I saw the controversy online. I just... Again, you call me a pandering bear, whatever. You call me the pander bear. I don't I don't really care. Um, you know, it rhymed. I didn't realize that. Um, but no, I, I, it's not, I don't think it should be controversial to say that I think sex workers shouldn't get screwed over like this. You're already fucking trying to destroy with that Bella Thorne story last year. And now, you know, you're fucking over, you know, other people. And there's people that, like, legitimately, like, you know, again, like, you want... People always say they want to protect women and all that kind of stuff, but... Sometimes I don't think they really fucking do, really. The thing is, like, I, I try not to be overbearing with it, you know what I mean? Because, again, if I go, okay, well, I don't really give a shit, then I'm a sexist. But then if I do care, I'm, I'm Captain save you know what I mean? Because I actually want it. Cause again, cause maybe because I, I realize what goes on behind the scenes that, you know, fuck with women's, emo- fuck with mo- women's emotions and me- me- mental stress and all that kind of shit. And then you kind of feel bad, kind of, but then you're a, a betrayer to your to the male thing. If I only protect the males and I'm a sexist pig. So, like, I, I don't try to get involved with that, but I don't agree with what's going on with uh, the OnlyFans shit. And maybe it's beyond my fucking understanding, but I stand in support of the sex workers that are getting screwed over. You know what I mean? I don't have extra money to do it. This is why I didn't even want to fucking sign up. I never signed up for uh, for OnlyFans or whatever. Some people, see again, some people have offered me, like some women have told me, oh, if you don't want to uh, pay, you can just sign up and just like look at some of the free content. But the thing is, even if you try to sign up for free, you still gotta put a credit card in, and I don't want to put my credit card into fucking and uh, to that type of shit. You know, because again, it might be some kind of trick that they would do to me, just to have my information or something like that. You know what I mean? I don't want to fuck with it. But again, I I've been fully supportive of people that do their OnlyFans shit. You know what I mean? Like, some of them don't want to come on. I mean, I used to have one on my Facebook Live a lot of the time, and we would talk. She was like a really really cool fucking person. Then there was one person on Periscope I used to talk to named Cajun, Cajun Sparkle, and you know me, me and her don't really talk anymore. Really, I haven't talked to her in a long time. Whatever, right? Um, but yeah. So then you know, um, yeah, that's you know, but you know, I I've met a lot of women on Periscope that it's like you know I mean there's some people that are just flat out just you know not fucking charming. They're really just seem like horrible people. But there was also, like, you know, people that seemed, like, really, really... Like, even if, though, like, you know, they're, they're trying to make money, like, they, they still, 
like to kind of, you know, talk. And anytime I can talk to a woman who's not going to just shoo me away, I, 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 mean, I welcome it, even though I tell them, you know, I'm, I'm, not, really, I'm, I'm not paying for, I'm, I'm not really paying, I just want to come and interact. If you want to come and promote your shit, you're allowed to promote your shit. You can come on my podcast if you want to talk, whatever, and all that, because, you know, I talk about conspiracy or something like that. And, you know, sometimes I feel like people, uh, you know, the trolls, like, blackmail these people into not, like, coming in here, like, oh, we'll, we'll, like, you know, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give you more subscribers if you don't do, if you don't interact with this person and all that, you know what I mean? It's kind of like a, a little test to see how these guys function with that. But, yeah, no, it's, it's, but again, like, I just think any, anyone that's doing their thing should be able to do their thing, as long as, you know, it's all consensual and shit like that. It's all, like, you know, what you want to do. You know, but nowadays you don't fucking know really. You don't know who's, you know. What else do I gotta talk about? Oh yeah, I'll leave with this. I guess for for the for the non wrestling stuff, Kendrick Lamar put out a message that uh, you know again. I knew that there was TDE problems, but then there are downplay. I know. I remember, like I think like last year, SZA. Was uh was uh she was like apparently she was complaining about how they're not rolling out her album blah 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 and it ended up actually being okay because her album didn't come out and it didn't seem like it caught traction but I knew that probably was a planted seed because now Kendrick Lamar is leaving TDE after the next album release he has and I'm wondering where does his journey go now does he become is this where he starts becoming irrelevant or does he become bigger from this, and he goes to another fucking label, this is where we decide that he, you know how every artist, after giving us, like, great albums after great albums, then all of a sudden just become, like, you know, like, not flop, but they'll be mainstream, but then they'll be ultimate, like, you know, to their fan base, who loved them when they first started, it's gonna become, like, even horrible for them, while they'll still make some decent, or does it mean that he's gonna go somewhere and 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 maybe add an, you know do a, another great second act to his career essentially, you know what I mean? I'm I'm curious of where that's fucking gonna go. Cause I you know again I like I like all the TDE guys you know what I mean? I, I like I like all those guys. So I I wonder what what will fucking happen if there's gonna be a beef between it? Do other other people are just gonna be leaving TDE? Is this like Kendrick's the first one to do it? I, I can never understand what the exact fucking thing is because, again, the stuff is all orchestrated. So I look at it on a grand level of where it's going to go in storyline rather than the specifics that everyone else can probably master, probably. But again, yeah, I can't, I can't believe he hasn't released an album since 2016, wasn't it? Or was it 2017? Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Let me see. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Damn. No, it was April 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Uh, I don't know, man. 
But yeah, I, I I miss that guy, man. I don't know. Some people some people hate the guy. I still think that To Pimp a Butterfly was probably his best album in my personal opinion. You know, I always thought school like I knew he was like Kendrick's lyrical and all that, right? So I thought because mainstream likes the guys that are not really the most lyrical all the time, like you know, not not like on like you know like te- technicality whatever. Someone that just has like you know like a mainstream flow that is still kind of credible with like the hardcores. That's why I always thought Schoolboy Q was gonna be the one that was gonna blow the biggest from 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 all these from, from all the guys. Not to say that the, 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 the Kendrick would have had a bad career. It just it wouldn't have been like a mainstream career. You know what I mean? Because I get my mind hurt. I was like, this guy's phenomenal, but I was like, there's no way this guy's gonna be like a mainstream act because you know he's too way too lyrical to be you know, put into, like, you know, whatever. Because, again, it, it feel like music wasn't going to go... Music was not going the lyrical route. You know, it seemed like it was going more, like, you know, more of swag and vibes kind of thing. You know what I mean? But, you know, I mean, it is what it is, man. Anyway, I'm going to come back. I'm, I think I'm going to, like, you know, for this podcast... You know, again, if you see this being, like, four fucking hours, that means that I'm going to go and continue on with the... uh Rampage Smackdown review. Hopefully, I can do this before SummerSlam. But I'm going to go to sleep for a bit and then come back and then record the other portion of this. You know what I mean? But we'll see what goes on. We'll see what happens. Anyways, uh, peace out for a second for you guys. That's a very important distinction. We'll get back to it, but I didn't plan on what I was going to say because I didn't know what to say. Because I didn't know how I was going to feel, but I knew that I needed to feel it.
Let me just say. Let me just say. I understand. If you all try to understand that I was never going to get healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, or emotionally, staying in the same place that got me sick in the first place.
I've seen you. You're good. I've seen you jump out of airplanes. I've seen you wrapped up in a body bag and chucked over the top rope. I've seen you kick down a flight of stairs, and you always come back. Just like each and every person here in Chicago, you're tough. But I'm here to help. And you're the first on the list. I'm going to help you because you're a daredevil and you like danger. Well, Darby Allen. There is nothing you can do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. Except wrestling CM Punk in Chicago. Alright, so what you just heard, obviously, uh, CM Punk is back. I'm going to go through Rampage, and I'm going to go through SmackDown quickly. You know, it's, it's weird. I just don't really give a shit about SummerSlam. You know, I don't really... You know, I'm, I'm just going to go through... You know, I, again, I'm not even going to go through, like, the details of the matches for SummerSlam, for, for the SmackDown, you know what I mean? Maybe for SummerSlam, I don't know. It just right now, just my, I've, I've been watching the CM Punk thing over and over again, you know what I mean? And I, I, I know I'm probably going to repeat my fucking thoughts, but, you know, this podcast is, you know, it, it's, it's bullshit anyways. It's just for me to kind of get my shit off, but, uh, yesterday was, like, literally one of the fucking best fucking moments, um, in professional fucking wrestling, you know what I mean, and it's so much so that, this is, because nobody interacts with me hardly, right, but you you can tell when, you know, people want to ruin it for me, because then, you know, my trolls show up, you know, oh, it's professional wrestling, but it's like, bro, you guys are fucking stalking me, like, you guys are always hell-bent on fucking stalking what I'm doing and what I'm saying, when I'm not irrelevant, when I'm, I'm not even relevant anymore, but, you know, but because nobody gets that interaction from me, and, you know, of course, it's like always a backhanded, you know, backhanded fucking, uh, you know, compliments about, oh, well, I miss you, but, like, you know, why don't you listen to the fucking podcast, and if you don't want, again, if you don't want to listen to it, go ahead, I mean, obviously, you don't have to listen to it, but you can tell people just capitalize off of the, you know, interaction, but... I, I again with those people that message me like that on on Twitter, like you know people who just send me uh, you know send me at messages kind of mocking me for enjoying professional wrestling. I know I'm I'm a big fucking loser anyway. I get it, you know. What I mean, I, I have the loser vibe. I'm not the cool aesthetic. I'm the epitome of what the stereotype is for. Well, even though the people who are running shit are the worst kind of people, who who are very dangerous and all that, but uh. Nothing's gonna take away the moment from me from yesterday. That was one of the coolest fucking moments ever, you know. Now, 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 now only CM Punk can unblock me from Twitter. No, I, I, I don't really give a shit about that. But I mean, I'm, I'm glad uh, CM Punk's back. I'll get into Rampage. You know what I mean? Again, I'm gonna recap what you just heard, anyways. But you know, um, so they could have done they could have done this like a WWE debut and just do it at the end. But they fully embraced the worst kept secret in professional wrestling. 
This is probably one of the best moments of the world of wrestling. Sure, there are people who will probably amplify, who will probably amplified and get hyperbolic with these nonstop testimonials. But if you're a wrestling fan, then you would have to think this would be one of the best moments in professional wrestling. And kind of made Reigns' comments bite him in the ass since it was probably one of the loudest responses I've witnessed. And it outdid the 2011 pop and it killed Cena's return pop uh, at the, at the, uh, to the WWE at Money in the Bank. And and, uh, and now before I get into this, because even though there were sound bites that will be used for like, you know, the next several fucking weeks. It was not it was not this big pipe bomb, but he assured us that, you know, he has time to finally let it be known. But it's just something about him embracing the moment in his own hometown. I was happy he said something because people would also have settled for him just to come out and not say anything. He sure as hell did a lot of talking in the media scrum, though, because, you know, why not? They needed to uh, do this for their secondary show, and this is how how much buzz there was into that. So, And they had to create buzz, and they had to create it before SummerSlam, you know what I mean? By the way, so, so so some of the media scrum thing that I, I picked up from the media scrum, he doesn't want to talk about how long his uh, how long he is uh, there for, but he guarantees it's not a short term and it's also not a part time thing. I hope they don't have him on every single week in matches because I I don't want this guy to wear out his welcome. But whatever, I think it's fine when you're just building people and keeping keeping the bigger stars limited in how many times they partake. You should salvage their value and not you know do the overexposed Austin Rock shit. Him and Tony claim they've been talking for the last year and a half, and I kind of think Punk has always been one of the one of the guys behind AEW on some level, and this was part of his plan to get back because he could not air out WWE completely, so he had to make a power move behind the scenes, which is why it would have it would have been uh, amazing to have him on um, backstage and then show up on AEW during the same time. Like that would have made more of an impact, in my personal opinion. That would have really screwed with WWE. In the scrum, we said wrestling doesn't need to be as hard as everyone makes it to be but even him saying that is kind of a lie because there are because there are flash mobs of people who make these things happen to have it play out in real life in some way but whatever renee paquette was the one who convinced him to do backstage so that's who we should blame for that he said tony said they needed fans to come back for this to happen which helped him to help them talk longer CM Punk said AEW uh, not saying anything about the illness prior to the death of Brody Lee convinced him that uh, convinced him to come like it represents people won't exploit it but to me when COVID is going on and a public figure is dying dying people you know should know on some like I'm not saying disclose like all the fucking health issues but you know what I mean just because like you know because then because people want to know but I, I, not people want to know but like I, I think with, with the pandemic it kind of changes the thing I don't think you should do Ryan Sadden shit and exploit the fucking you know the fucking calls and all that kind of stuff but I, I get what he's trying to say because I mean, because he's been in a business where he's been in a company where they were totally just fucking exploited for no fucking reason right you know um he even knew that he didn't have any problem with anyone in the company and socialized with people before the show and was and it was and, and he was not hidden like most people do. But to me, that's convincing to me that he and Colt maybe made up most likely. But then it's also reported that Colt wasn't there, so him speaking tongue in cheek about he had no problem with anyone who he spoke to yesterday, who was in the you know what I mean. So obviously they're gonna do something with them probably at some point. You know what I mean to make it real. Um. What else? And he goes that he's more interested in doing stuff in AEW, but if Tony needs him to go do the G1, he'll do it. He names people who you want to work with, you know. So he, you know, you know, he named a bunch of the, the, you know, the original, you know, guys and all that type of stuff. So, um, 
I want to get that out of the way, you know what I mean? So, but they went to the commentators first, and then, and then of course, like, they just kind of hype up the show, and then they go, and then they, uh, they go away from, they, they cut from them, and then they just the fans chanting CM Punk, CM Punk, you know what I mean? And then you hear that, by the way, they got to work on making, like, they, they should have made the fucking uh, sound that, you know, in the beginning of, uh, you know, Living Color, they should have made it louder because again I couldn't even hear. I just saw I just saw the fucking Titantron kind of in a way, right? Like you know what I mean? Like the, the well the tr- the screen, not Titantron, and you know what I mean? That's WWE, but I have to get rid of that verbiage. But no, but 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 when he came out, man, it was uh you know, you hear the music, cult of personality, and they just ha- had him come out because you know any stalling would not be good f- for people to think you know they're being played since we have been tricked like this. From the fucking uh, from from the fucking WWE for the longest time, but he comes out and he's taken aback from the reception. He has tears in his eyes. He's just coming down the ramp slowly, just seeing people react. They had a reboot. They they did a reboot of the uh, of a guy crying. At, you know you know how they had someone crying at Macho Man and Liz reunion, but it was but but it was like a, a guy like this guy's gonna be famous for 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 that. He's getting mocked online, but I don't fucking think there's any shame in. In, in that fucking, you know, feeling that emotion, whatever. But, but of course, people online are trying to shit on people feeling emotional about this. But even if they, even, 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 even if, even, but even they knew they could not outdo the love for punk online because a lot of people just kept quiet afterwards online. Like, how are you going to make fun of people for being emotional about a big return while you're popping for Goldberg and calling Roman Reigns your tribal chief unironically? And then boosting about how getting acknowledged by a celebrity to put on your resume. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I got acknowledged by Drew McIntyre. And now everybody wants to hate me because I got acknowledged by it. Like, shut up. I, I know I'm, I'm not exactly the best guy to talk about crying because I already have the loser aesthetic going for me. So this helps it even more. And, of, of course, people will mock people like me who have witnessed all this craziness the last 10 years and see and to see someone who left the system on some level and make the return, which felt like the guard has officially been changed. But b- being emotional for this, of course, would get mocked by people who are not, you know, who are cool and get laid, but you're sitting, you're getting extra about CM Punk returning though. So, you know what I mean? Like they know that CM Punk has returned and he'll be on television to do pro wrestling the way he wanted. And it's going to be powerful for people to start really hating WWE, which they have been doing for a while but now it's but it has become never but it's never become more transparent that this company is really not doing is not really for the wrestling fans the wwe the online shows are worried now because they work so hard to make it look like no one gives a shit about punk and he's not a he's not a needle mover and when he's been a needle mover not with just eliminated ratings and merch talk but so many people discover the love of wrestling again because of punk punk's pipe bomb you know what i mean a lot of podcasts indie organizations prospered more and more so punk so punk goes down to the you know you know what i mean he he'll go down as a fucking legend you know the the metric for success is not by these fucking shitty ratings that everyone analyzes all right like yeah, I find they're cool and everything and that, but you gotta look at bigger fucking picture of what what it brought. You know what I mean? CM Punk mentioned New Japan. New Japan became a lot more popular with wrestling fans. Uh, you know, um, within the two thousand tens and all that kind of stuff. 
You know what I mean? Like, he mentioned Ring of Honor. They did fucking big shows with the Bucks and Omega and, you know, Cody and all those guys there. And, you know, uh, and, and again, it helped Colt Cabana get more fucking business for shit. It made a lot of more podcasts a lot more fucking, you know, a lot more um, get business. It, it, it changed Sean Rouse's sap's life. Like, he got extra fucking Patreon just for breaking the news about CM Punk. Sometimes it doesn't have to be about overly mainstream shit. But, I mean, and again, I'm not one to go look at YouTube views, because I always think YouTube views are kind of skewed, and people buy views at times and all that. But, I mean, within two, within the last 24 hours, like, the, the, the CM Punk uh, return, return, like, has over, like, over a million, over, over like, almost two million people, and then his, his actual promo has, like, almost three million people. So, please spare me that bullshit about him not moving the fucking needle whatsoever. Because that's what WWE. Whenever something goes on with WWE and there's a lot of uh, a lot of fucking views for YouTube show YouTube, that's their main fucking point, right? But uh, anyways, um, let me you know let me get to this fucking stuff, you know. Um, so Punk goes down to the ringside, but before he go before he does, he jumps into the crowd to celebrate, and it was cool to see him like you're being this animated because every time you see this guy, in the last couple of years he's been reserved, and it seems to he seems to be. And, and 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 it seems to be, seems to and he seems to be he was like done with, with anything wrestling related. You know what I mean? He just seemed like he didn't really care about answering any fucking questions about it and all that kind of stuff. He hugs Frank the Clown, who's uh, beside Brock Lesnar guy. I guess these guys like joined the NWO by you know switching sides now for the you know the wrestling fandom. They went to commercial before he got in the ring because they wanted to give him some more time, I guess, but they made every second of this fucking count. I was actually in tears, you know what I mean? Before And before I get made fun of for it, people who monitor me are the ones who are, you know, sadder than me, who would laugh. They can spy on me crying while they're soulless. They don't even have emotions to really cry because you're an empty and shallow fucking person, you know what I mean? So it's hard for you to relate to human emotion. I really wanted to be cynical and act too cool on social media, but even I had to drop my shtick a bit and, you know, fucking embrace what this means to wrestling world, and it felt like a changing of the guard moment. So we come back from break, Punk tells the crowd, he's and, he, and he's still soaking this in, that they know how to make a kid feel welcome as Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. So he's going to wing this, but he says, we're going to wing this. So he's not sure what he was going to say because like, he doesn't know know how he was going to feel. But he needed to feel it. And he tells the hometown crowd he feels them. And he hears them big time. For seven years, he's heard them. Um, I, I put here, he's heard them. Uh, there's a lot to cover. And tonight, they're going to cover everything. They're not going to cover everything, which is the bad news. But, but, but the good news is he's got time. Uh, on Wednesdays, Fridays, Sundays, four times a year, four times in the year, he's not going anywhere. Which felt like a rock line when he said he was back and he came back home. And something tells me, Punk is not going to disappear for ten months. He tells the crowd that uh, if any time, eh, if at any time through his journey in life, he made fans feel disappointed or let down, he understands. But to understand where he's coming from, he was never going to get physically, spiritually, or mentally better from a place that got him sick in the first place. That that line resonated with me more than anything. Punk, I know Punk is a Chappelle fan, and there's an interview. That interview talking about how people are going crazy in showbiz and that maybe those people aren't crazy and maybe it's just their environment is a little sick and people try to suppress what this means. But 
but it might have been it, it, it might have been simple, but there was a lot of meaning to it. You know what I mean? Maybe he wanted to make the change back then, but he was limited by people who are not going to let him do it the way he wanted. And on on top of these people, on top on top of that, these people are vultures and abusers, and there's so much power in, the, in their hands. They can make you a hated person. So if you spoke out, people would hate you because they would downplay people's stories and experiences while making it look like if they criticize the WWE you know while putting a target on some while putting the target on someone so that line to me was amazing you know what i mean because there's no way you will get better and so many people have fallen to this evil shit that goes on that drives you fucking insane and you're not yourself and dipshits who don't know the whole story can just judge you and try to attack you he tells the crowd it's it's uh you know he tells the crowd it's uh he tells the crowd it's hot. I put it shot. See, I, I even I even fucking you know botched the fucking uh, recaps I write. But you know it wouldn't be a handsy fucking podcast if I didn't fucking botch it. You know I I botched it more. You know, I'm surprised my my podcast clips haven't been on fucking you know botchamania. But I'm not that relevant. You know what I mean? Um. He said he tells the crowd it's hot. He wants to take his jacket off and he reveals a new shirt. Kind of similar to the white one he had in two thousand eleven, Money in the Bank, when when it happened. But uh, you know, on the but on the back that I was there, those are sold specifically for the Chicago crowd. But the design for the shirt in general looks a little bit more official and more touched up, a bit better than the original one that he had in uh, you know the one that he had in WWE. He asked, "Who wants to hear a story?" And he asked again, you know, to kind of feel it. I'm I'm sitting here thinking he's going to drop a pipe bomb. And when he sat down cross-legged in the middle of the ring, I really thought it was going to be, but it was just something subtle that symbolically taking a swipe at the fucking empire. He talks about Ring of Honor and had tears in his eyes when he walked away from them. He wanted to make a place where people could get paid and perfect their craft and learn professional wrestling. And he says he knew where he was going and it wasn't it was going to be tough for a guy like him. And he says uh, as far as he con- as as he as you know as he's concerned, he left professional wrestling in August 11th, th- August 13th, 2005 and August 20th, 2001. He is back to professional wrestling. This was fucking genius because he did not need to mention WWE. We all know the guy's story. He used their own verbiage against them since they're not a wrestling company. And he's basically saying he wants to forget his time in WWE ever fucking happened because his new journey is what professional wrestling is all about. He says he's back for the fans and he's also for himself as well. But but back, but back because there's a lot of young talent in the back and he wants to work with them because of their passion because of their passion, he wished there was a locker room of these people back when he was competing. It would have would have been better. He says there are a few scores to settle, and he calls out Darby Allen and he and uh, who's in the Raptors with Sting. And says he's good. He goes over the stuff he's seen him do, and 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 that makes him dangerous. And he wants to help Darby because there's nothing more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. But but even more than that, wrestling CM Punk in Chicago. And he tells the crowd he'll see them at All Out and Punk's chance erupt. And he says he appreciates them and when they exit the United Center to go out and grab a free ice cream bar on him. This segment was amazing. Obviously, I'm a little disappointed we didn't get shots fired. But if we're, if he's doing his own vision and he's not going anywhere, he'll have more ammo to unleash. 
Prior to his pipe bomb, he has six years of pent-up frustration, and this time he has seven years, and something tells me we're going to get more and more, and these next few promos are probably going to be legendary status. This is really well done, and even though I've been at odds with you know people online, it's cool, it was cool to see a lot of us just celebrate that we, we, we've seen Punk return, and this will go down as one of the best moments in professional wrestling history and it feels like things are going to get better but this has definitely had the vibe of killing off the empire and the game just fucking changed and now vince needs to be worried on some level and you can you can't just say he's not concerned if he has his fucking puppets getting spicy in interviews but this just made me fucking tear up a bit to see what is transpired. I always knew he would come back on some level. I almost lost hope here and there, you know. And sometimes it felt like he may not come back, but he did, and I'm glad. I was actually alive to see it. And coincidentally enough, I'm in the same position 10 years ago, so that's kind of sucks. Being a basement dweller uh, who's going off about the Illuminati. He still soaked the shit in afterwards. It was like I was watching a happier version of when he first blew up, and there seemed to be so much more promise. I'm sure there'll be a, a good dream match to happen. We'll see where it goes but and, and what he's going to do on the show, lean to all out. But it's going to be insane, and, and, and Brian's still on the fucking way, and Bray Wyatt's expected to fucking sign. You know that debut is going to be fucking insane. I think one that will be the one final blow to WWE as far as the I, I, IWC fandom goes but this looks but this took up most of the show and it had three they had to fit three matches you know what i mean they had to fit three matches i can just say jade beat kara hogan in a minute it didn't need to be longer but it was good to see kara on television and people were upset that she lost in such a short time but she's facing jade who they're protecting and being pushed so this is how long the match should have been she'll be fine not everything not everyone wins right away in this company but also it's also a dis, but it also, but she isn't. But Kara Hogan's not a developmental person. She's pretty accomplished in impact, so that feels kind of like a disconnect. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe it leads something down the line. You know what I mean? We had Jurassic Express with a private party in a lemonator tournament. I assumed it was a gauntlet that they're doing, but they're actually doing a mini tournament. And Jr. calls to the semifinals. Just say that they're gonna go, that the winner goes to the finals because by making it seem like this is like by calling it the semifinals to me implies that this was a long grueling tournament. But okay, that, that's just you know, it's it's clear Jurassic Express are gonna win this thing. They had a dope match with Private Party backstage. Christian's encouraging Jurassic Express to win their match and tells the Buck they've used their EVP status to hire cronies to protect those belts. He said that Omega's number he has Omega's number and he'll beat him for the world title at All Out. It's simple, but I liked it, you know, and I'm actually feeling a little bit more hype about this fucking match, but personally, I was probably just fucking getting high, I was, I was high off the fucking punk return already, you know what I mean? So I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll kind of go over this quickly, jungle skills the ropes, jumps over an attack from Cassidy, hits an arm drag on Quinn, because they both were trying to double team, they were doing the, that from the beginning, but Quinn pulls jungle down by the hair, he was working over the arm, as Cassidy distracts the ref, after the break, Luchasaurus fighting off both prior party, I think he hits a flapjack and a back body drop, double clothesline, this was wild, Luchasaurus has jungle standing on his shoulders, but then Quinn um, punching them, got jungle to be seated on lucha's shoulders and then cassidy from the top rope hits a canadian destroyer off of off of uh you know uh, 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 he did canadian destroyer on jungle off of lucha's shoulders basically 
they tried their best not to make it contrived because it would, cause you risk that shit when you do these spots, but it was fucking insane, though. It would have gone in the pin, but Lucha breaks the cover. I like that because if it was a kickout, it would have been stupid. You know what I mean? So you, you had to have someone to break up the fucking pin. Cassidy guillotined Lucha, Lucha starts on the top, and he had to hold, uh, when he had a hold of Quinn's throat, but Quinn hits a springboard shooting star press onto the floor, just barely hits, uh, Lucha, Lucha counters a silly string, Hardy and stunt kind of fight, you know, um, and Hardy flips him off to the floor, and Jungle Boy pushes him, pushes Hardy off, Private Party's Gin and Juice gets countered with a tornado DT, and then they do the alley oop into the power bomb for the win. Pretty good match. The Bucks were watching this on the on the entrance ramp too, and doing their shtick, being wise asses while looking like complete assholes. Um, you know, it, it was a, it was a, I guess it was a fine match, man. You know what I mean? I I, I don't know. Uh, you know, it was, it was really a dope match. It just I, again, just you 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 should just say the Jurassic. Then you should have had the Jurassic Express versus Bucks match. Um. Uh. Like on 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 Monday. On like on Wednesday. You know what I mean. You could have just had that. You could have done this tournament to get the fuck to, to get to there. I don't understand why they would do that. They, they kind of feels very WWE ish. You know what I mean. Um. Garcia two point and Mox have a promo split screen with Mark Henry interviewing. Garcia says he's beat other. He's beat others. So why not go at someone who's established like Mox? Basically, you know, two two point do their tough guy shtick. While Mox is not paying attention, Mark asks him how you feel. Then Mox was fucking awesome here. He goes, "How do you think I feel? I'm about to go do something that looks like a felony assault." And complains about the cameras and the earpiece. He says these guys are talking nonsense. He says Garcia has a better chance of getting him pregnant than making him submit. He says it's fitting that they're in the United Center because he's going to make uh, his head bounce like a fucking basketball and talks about choking him until his eyes pop out. It feels like these promos are getting more and more intense since the Wednesday show, which makes sense because the closer it's gotten to the Punk making his debut and more people coming in, he's already sending warnings to people. And now that Punk debut just happened and people are talking about are talking about him, Mox probably feels a little insecure, so now he's kind of taking his anger that he has for Punk on Danny Garcia, essentially. Where like, like 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 the brunt of it is gonna is it's you know, but I don't know. I expected the match to go like two minutes tops, but it went a few minutes. I assume another surprise was happening because it was teased online that another one won't be happening. But maybe they did that because people assumed Punk would not show up and they would bring another surprise in. So I assume we would get we would get something going. But anyway, we anyway we we did not see so. We did not get the fucking surprise that was supposed to be teased. So we, we, we got Mox who right away ambushes Garcia, stomps on him, hits a dope German. Garcia clips the legs and gets a leg stretcher because Mox is still hurting from the attack on Dynamite. He applies the ankle lock, but Mox rolls through. Garcia breaks out of the arm break and then strikes him viciously. Mox gets a boot from the corner and hits a, ger- hits ger- a bunch of Germans, but Garcia is able to counter the third one. And it has him in an ankle lock. He's pulling back, but Mox gets to the ropes. They trade strikes and Mox gets a headbutt. Mox paradigm shift gets uh, put paradigm shit. Paradigm shift gets countered as Garcia applies the death lock. And as he's pulling back, Mox grabs his head and rolls him over to apply the bulldog choke for the win. Two point oh attack. Kingston, Kingston and Mox. Then Sting and Darby make the save and Darby hits the coffin drop. These guys celebrate after the show went off the air. You see, and after the show went off the air online, uh, you see Darby was actually accepted Punk's challenge.
So, overall, the show accomplished what it needed to accomplish. I like that the this company knew it would be a big night for them. Instead of cramming it with established acts, they let others shine so they can make newer fans get familiar with them. I don't know if this will do a good rating, but it'll at least get, at least, I think it'll get at least 900,000 or something. But it was really cool to see him back. I wish nothing but the best, and it feels like we're on the verge of hitting, uh, of hitting, hit, hitting shit even more out of the park. I know it it ruined a lot of WWE shows feeling because people weren't talking about Reigns for the night, but it was just surreal to see this guy back in the ring again. The match is going to be dope, and Darby looks like a star regardless. It's going to be Punk's first match since 2014. If you want to be a real asshole, his last match since he showed up uh, was, at, was at that Silas Young promotion to wrestle under a mask. Remember? Those, uh, anyways, the, 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 the matches themselves were fine. I like that they let Garcia shine a bit in this. I just hope the follow-up doesn't go unnoticed. Him and 2.0 two have been killing it. The Jade match was fine for what it was. The only thing I did not like was the result of the semifinals because I just, I just saw them against each other, and, and, they, and they lost, and now they get another opportunity to get, like, get back in line. I, 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 feel, I, I personally feel bad for SummerSlam because all the focus is going to be on CM Punk instead of Cena or anyone else. That that, that well, you know, the, you know, and it'll, it'll get them to snap. But I mean, I think it'll, it'll get WWE to snap. But I, I, you know, I see they can bring Hulk Hogan back. Maybe you know, maybe they'll do that and, and get you know, and get you know, and be out of touch right there. You know, they oh look, they brought CM Punk back. Let's bring Hulk Hogan back, or they might actually do try to attempt something good where they actually bring fucking Becky Lynch back or something like that. You know what I mean? Apparently, WWE tried to get Mike Tyson to come too, basically. You know what I mean? They're trying to get him, but apparently, I guess that's going to prove that WWE is not, like, the place to be anymore for these people, right? I doubt they really reached out to Mike Tyson. I think, like, they're just making it, because, again, WWE is supposed to be on the losing end of all this shit, right? So that's what that's what it is, really. So that was, uh, you know, that was uh, Dynamite. Let me get to the fucking SmackDown fucking recap, you know what I mean? Let me get to the SmackDown recap, um, you know, real quick. It wasn't, again, you know, it's not going to be that fucking long, whatever, you know. Uh, let me see right here. Um, okay, so this felt, this felt like a two-hour pre-show to AEW Rampage. There's really one thing that stuck out. It was just Edge and Roll and stuff. Even the Cena and Rain stuff is just to do another face-to-face. And, like, again, at least AEW, when they do more of these face-to-face promos, at least they add a gimmick to it, like a parlay. Or, like, a fucking debate, you know what I mean? Like, they do, like, at least they fucking add, you know what I mean? It's just another face-to-face, I guess, you know what I mean? Um, and, 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 this, and, and add some stipulation that makes people feel like it's gonna move the fucking needle. Like, I'm supposed to believe Reigns' career is on the line, but knowing how crazy the last few years have been, it would not surprise me if he left for AEW or some shit. Edge is in the ring, and you know he, he he's serious. The lights are kind of dimmed, and he and there's a massive close-up on him, which means we're going to get some serious fucking shit. And he says to uh, Seth, he saw what he said, uh, saw, saw, he saw what he uh, did last week, and more importantly, he heard. He says he, he sat with them, the boot on the boot, the the boot on the back of his neck, his face mashed into the briefcase, and even though it, it, it was back in two thousand fourteen, he still feels like yesterday. He is worried about the way the way of his life, his wife and his kids, and Seth threatened those things again. He knows what the curb stomp can do, and reminds us that the triple fusion in his neck and it will change the way he will be living his life. That and that and that that, that is the mind game you have. To 
to play when you're going against him. But Seth looks like he actually means everything he says and says Seth is an all-time talent, but he pushed him into a dark place. He got pushed to a place he doesn't like to go because it's hard to come back. And if he's being truthful, he kind of likes it. Seth made him find a place in his heart where the blood runs black and he incorporates his lyrics that, that he sees clearly on this day and he doesn't have to just beat Seth. He has to break him and humble him at SummerSlam. He's going to burn him down. I like this promo a lot. It felt like not only is the footage of him being put against against the case in 2014 that got him pissed, but I think part of that really pushed him because Edge's character has an ego and Seth bringing up how superior, how, how he's superior in things he's done probably made him lose it, well, lose it as well. Because it's true that Seth has outperformed what Edge has done and some of the accomplishments that are named, you know what I mean? But I like that Edge, who's a former scumbag, has a channel dark place to go that he doesn't want to beat. He, he doesn't want to go to beat the guy. This is definitely one of the three matches I'm looking forward to this place. Seth comes out later and tells Edge he likes the style as the fans chant for him. Seth they already had had Edge, and now they have him, and he respects Edge, and now he has to say he covered his bases, spelled it off every excuse in the book for going uh, f- that he's going to lo- lose like, every excuse in the book for how he's going to lose to him at SummerSlam. Seth mocks Edge and says his neck hurts. He's a father and a husband. He has he has to get the blackest part of his heart. Uh, he tells the fans to shut up as they chant for Edge and tells them to listen to him. And he says there's no shame in being, being broken by the business. There's no shame in being a loving father and a family man. And there's no shame in not being able to find the darkness that once guided him. But without that, Edge cannot get on his level. And they both know that Edge, that Edge is dead and gone. The Brood's music starts playing on loop before it kicks into the beat. They just kept playing like the part, of the, the part, the beginning part of it, and I'm thinking they're gonna bring Gangrel up or something, and he's gonna show up. But no, Ed shows up on the screen, tells Seth to take care and beware because the freaks come out at night. I thought that part was kind of stupid, but I like what he was trying to do. And all of a sudden, the brood bath fucking took place. And it was black liquid because his heart is black, I guess, right? But I guarantee you, without any context, peacock standards and practices are going to edit this out probably for for everyone to have a discourse about. It was it was amazing how draped he was. It, it, it looked like if they rebooted Saved by the Bell to recreate the episode where they help, sa- they help saving animals affected by the oil spills, but they just put it on fucking steroids, basically. You know what I mean? Cause, dude, he was like just drenched. Com- like his suit didn't even look like it was, it was. It was like a nice white fucking suit. And it looked like even, I don't know, man. It was just whatever it was. Overall, this segment was, uh, you know, um, was dope. I think Edge. I, I, I don't think Edge needed to do the Edge gimmick with the freaks line, but the, but the music and him smiling in an evil way would have sufficed. You know, I'm definitely liking this feud. I personally don't think it's done after SummerSlam. Like this is gonna be a great feud, maybe. Like Edge has not really won much matches this year. Uh, you know, in, in the matches that he's been part of, other than the Royal Rumble, so I do think Edge wins this, and he continues the feud for Seth to eventually win. Maybe they'll have like a, you know, do the best of three kind of deal, or whatever. You know what I mean? I'll go over the other shit fast. Mysterio's teased more tension because he got distracted because Dominic got distracted last week, and he should be more alert to have his back. And of course, they just have to do another match, not a go home promo of why this match matters. It feels like the last month the Usos just feel like generic dudes and not showing why their matches should matter. But I guess the story is that Ray and Dominic is Ray and Dominic. Dominic tried to put his feet into the ring to kick forward to give Ray leverage, but the ref caught him. And then Jay eventually wins with a splash. You know what I mean? Like he just it it it. it Ray Mysterio wasn't happy about that. It was a fine match. I just don't give a shit about how they're building it. 
Baron Corbin came out with a briefcase, and he looks more disheveled, but he's a bit happier because he has a briefcase. Him and Owens don't go, it doesn't go anywhere, it's like, it's like no contest because Biggie comes out to chase him for the case and beats him up. He gets it, but then Corbin pushes him into the ring post and runs away with the case again. This is what they have Biggie involved with, and he, I, he's not even on the SummerSlam card. I think they'll probably, I'm not sure they'll add it, but I did like that Biggie came out angry at least, you know what I mean? He got serious. So that was the high, that was the highlight. Um, I swear this company is messing with me because I, now I, I, did, I did the podcast talking about how the match, Sasha and Bianca's match being off, then it was back on, and now it's unsure if it'll be back on again. With knowing my luck, they'll have this match take place, even though there's uncertainty happening, but I don't get being vague when they normally are more firm. Part of me wonders if it's a personal issue with the company or if someone had COVID or something. I don't you know. I don't know, but Bianca beat Carmella and Zelina. I don't know if this was supposed to be a new group, but Mel and Zena were already not getting along, so congratulations, you found a woman's stable. That would be a shorter life than the welcoming committee. But Bianca won, and she cut a promo before the match about not playing nice anymore, etc. And they and, and, and at least they gave her a strong win beating two people, but the backstage stuff is what's been killing this feud right now because we don't know, we don't know, can, can Sasha, can't Sasha use one of her clones? Like, I'm sure she has become big enough now where she can she she can afford one right like you know what i mean use your illuminati clones man like come on um let me go let me go over right here um um shotzi shotzi and Knox, despite be- winning and beating natty the Tamina before now have to earn their shot again and they won this time nothing really I'm just surprised Natty has recovered quick from her surgery like she probably has her Illuminati advancements but uh people using Knox and Shotzi winning as a way to boast about NXT call-ups aren't being buried because NXT because NXT talents have never come to the main roster and had a couple of wins and a couple of title reigns and 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 still get buried right get buried after the fact, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, people will go for the bare minimum. And it's all to be proven right just for one night. But then in the, in the long term, when things happen, then th- then all of a sudden people don't want to say shit. They, they, they want these mo- momentary... These, 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 these very, like... M- m- these victories that are just for the moment, not for, you know... I don't know. It just, it just people get fucking. I guess p- people are trying to grasp for any fucking type of straw, basically. Like, oh my god, CM Punk's coming back, but you know what? Tegan Knox and uh, Shotzi won their match. So, so much for being buried, right? Um, what else? Um, whatever these titles, these, these titles mean nothing, anyways. And this fandom really praises the bare minimum. Otis beat Ford, and this time Ford was wearing shorts, like he looked like you know swim trunks. They look like they look like you know they, they look like you know uh, boxers that like uh, that Will Smith would wear in an episode of Fresh Prince when his character is trying to get it on with someone, but it keeps getting interrupted or something like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm I'm sick of these nonstop matches and not adding more to it. You know what I mean? So like I guess Otis wins, so I guess we'll see this match again over and over again. You know. Boogs and Knock beat Apollo and Aziz. The only highlight of this match was when Rick Boogs was doing holes and submission. He plays the body part on, on Apollo as like a guitar, which is hilarious. It gets people going. But but at least he changed it up and had Boogs wrestle, and he got the pin on Apollo. I'm going to guess Apollo's push is kind of done. It feels like his character lost a lot of steam. He doesn't even get promos anymore. 
Then we get to the final segment, which I thought would be good, but it was just a pretty standard. And again, I, I didn't jot this down, so I'm going to read it from WrestleView, basically. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna read it from WrestleView because, again, like, you know, I, I just wanted to get it over quickly. You know what I mean? I don't want to... I, I didn't have time to fucking jot this down, so I'm just going to read this from... Hold on, let me... Alright, hold on, let me see, um, let me see right here, so, we got a final segment here, which I thought would be good, but it was just, uh, Priest and Roman comes out, and he and Cena both do their entrances, and they, and they, he claims a lot of people say stupid things to him, and, and that is what John did last week, and he, he got excited because they believe in him, and he tells them they can pop and embrace it in a condescending way. Rain says it's great, and he's not going to allow Cena to lie, and Cena's mentioned pinning him one, two, three, and he asks Heyman, when was the last time he lost? And Heyman, looking so subservient, says no one has beaten beaten this Reigns. Cena says he won't let this go go on. There's too much excitement. He says SummerSlam, all eyes, uh, all eyes will be on this main event, but he loved that everyone knows what he believes in, which is the, that the impossible is possible. He says everyone but Roman believed that. He came back a month ago and everyone was excited, but but if a month ago he asked people that these two could have a match, everyone would say Roman Reigns is going to win because Cena is going to film a movie. Cena says part of part, the movie part is right, but winning part is wrong. He says we will go. He will we'll win the belt. Go do his movie while Roman's embarrassed. Cena says he's not saying Roman is not great, but he's protected in this bubble and he'll bring him down to earth. He asked Roman if he's really that naive. He says Summer Cena a contract, a b- Summer Cena of course, a contract with the blue with with a big blue sharpie. He's he's there to moat Roman Reigns and this match is made for Cena. He tells people the same thing for twenty years, never give up. And the reason Roman's frustrated is that he has to do is just one two three makes a mistake one two three. If not perfect one two three at SummerSlam one two three equals seventeen championships for him. Cena says tomorrow tomorrow the impossible becomes a possible. Thanks and th- and thanks to Roman Reigns. Um, and Cena throws a microphone away. Roman smiles. Roman tells Cena he doesn't get it. He's trying to understand movies, premieres, dress up. He gets it. Roman says he should have been smart himself up before he came back because when he smashes people, WWE gets rid of the opponents because they have no use for them anymore. Roman says he can go to Hollywood. Roman says he could go to Hollywood and make movies and do commercials. So he can do the whole nine. Cause it's, it's, and then he goes, it's Vegas, right? Let's just raise the stakes. Either Roman's leaving the stadium as a universal champion or he's leaving, he's leaving the WWE. Roman extends his hand as Cena shakes it, but Roman lifts Cena up. But Cena lands on his feet and rolls Roman up, and 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 uh, and I think I think he did the uh, the, the the double A the the AA I think maybe, but I mean. But um yeah, and then he, Cena gets out of the ring and he celebrates. Overall, I thought this was pretty. Uh, so that was pretty weak. It felt like Roman had to make up for last week and Cena had to say the, the, the same shit. It was like they didn't pace themselves well on the thing and they both kind of fizzled out of material and it's fitting the segment was not up to par and we were a few minutes away from Punk's debut considering the comments were made. Like I said, it fits the perfectly and I really did think we were going to I really didn't think we were going to get another punk reference again, but they just threw this and, and threw this in to make it seem like WWE has something up their sleeve with a stipulation added. But no one believes this shit, but Cena is definitely not winning. And, and, and if, he do, if he does, I'll be surprised. I'm sure Roman Reigns will break the fucking stipulation because they don't mean shit in WWE only until they need it to. But, I mean, what if Cena is the one that's leaving? Because, again, Roman Reigns said that when he's done with people, they fucking end up leaving, right? 
Um, you know. I thought this was weaker than the stuff they had prior. Maybe because Punk is back, it made me not even give a shit about what's happening, but I'm really not looking forward to the pay-per-view other than three matches, basically. I don't even know if one of them is happening, and then until it does, and then it doesn't. But, you know, overall, I thought the, 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 the thought for a go-home show this was kind of weak. The real highlight was Edge and Rollins. Nothing else I really give a shit about on this show. And it's unfortunate just doing the same matches every week is not going to change shit. People swear the aesthetic is why WWE is this dope promotion, but it isn't, and it reeks of hype beats trying to use the bare minimum to hype up, hype up even though WWE doesn't fucking give a shit, you know? Anyways, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, um, uh, I'm gonna do the predictions now. For, I'm gonna, for, for, in your, for NXT TakeOver, and also for, uh, SummerSlam 2021. Let me go. Let me go here. Hold on. Let me go. NXT. Uh, NXT. Takeover 36. Okay. Let me go right here. Let me go to SummerSlam. Let me go to the fucking card. Okay, there's 11 matches. Oh, goddamn. This is going to be really fucking... Okay, so your oh, uh, pre-show match is going to be Big E versus Baron Corbin, I guess. I got to watch that, I guess. You know, um, let me let me go to let me go to YouTube right now. Let me go... Um, Oh my god, I'm going to the wrong fucking channel. Fuck. They have Big E on the fucking pre-show, I guess. Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll say uh, I'll say Biggie Biggie fucking wins. Okay, I'll just say because the match is starting right now, anyways. Okay, so um, let me see right here. Okay, so SummerSlam. Okay, so me WWE. Okay, so I'll say uh, Biggie is gonna win. I'll say I'll say WWE will make Big E win as well. Okay. Then um, we have uh, Nikki uh, Nikki Ash. I'm gonna say fucking Charlotte. Fucking I'm gonna say Charlotte wins. Or I want her to win at least. I don't. I think I think WWE will go with Ripley maybe. Roman Reigns versus John Cena. I'm gonna say I want I want Reigns to win. If I, if I you know I mean that's how I book it. WWE will probably have Reigns win it as well. Lashley versus Goldberg. Lashley, I want to win. I would book it Lashley to win. WWE is gonna book Goldberg to win. I know that. Usos versus the Rey Mysterio and Dominic. You know, okay, I'll I'll say I want Usos to win. 
And WWE will probably go Usos as well. Um, Edge, Seth Rollins. Um, I think WWE will go Edge. And I will, I'll go Edge as well, basically. I think WWE will do that. I think they want to prolong this, you know what I mean? Sheamus versus Damian Priest. Uh, I say WWE will do Priest. I say uh, Priest as well. You know, you know what? I think WWE will do Sheamus. I think that if they want to carry this feud, they might make him win it. But I mean, this will be a perfect time for them to do it, though. But I know WWE will do it. Drew, okay, Sheamus and Drew, uh, Drew and and Jinder, Drew's winning. I'll both. I'll say both. Both we're going that. Alexa Bliss and Dewdrop Bliss. And I and I I'll say Bliss as well. And then uh. AJ Styles, I'll say, uh, you know, uh, 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 RK Bro, I say WWE do RK Bro, and I'll do RK Bro as well. I mean, basically, I assume they will go with the obvious results, like, and that, and then obvious results are something that I want. Sasha and Bianca, um, I'll, I'll, I'll say, uh, I'll say, uh, I'll say WWE will go Bianca, I'll say Sasha. I want Sasha to win so that you can just kind of have, you know, make Bianca a multi-time champion, you know? Okay, so now we got, um... Now we got NXT TakeOver that we're gonna fucking do. Uh, so yeah, let me go this, let me go there right now. So only not not very many eight matches. Holy crap! Six matches. Sorry. Okay, so uh, Trey. Uh, okay, so let me go right here. So um, me. I I will say okay. I'll I'll do I'll do okay. So again, me WWE. Um. Trey Bash versus Ridge Holland. Obviously, Ridge Holland will win. Ridge. WWE will do Ridge as well. Walter versus Dragunov. I'm going to say, uh, the, the, you know, that I want, I personally want Walter to keep it. But I think WWE might fucking actually take it off him, maybe. Maybe they'll make him go. Maybe WWE thinking that they'll have him feel Samoa Joe, maybe afterwards. Cross versus Samoa Joe. I, I still think WWE is going to push this guy. I think WWE is going to do cross. I'll, I will say Joe. I want Joe to win. Um, cross, uh, no, Raquel versus Dakota. I, I, I personally want, um, I, I want Dakota to win. WWE is probably going to do Raquel probably though. Because they're going there mega champions. Uh, I'll say I'll say WWE, me and WWE be on the same page with the LA with with the Grimes winning. You know what I mean? They want to give Grimes a fucking a good ending for him. And then Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Obviously WWE will go Kyle. I st- I still want Adam Cole to win. I'm I'm just gonna be an asshole about it. You know, even though he's not gonna win, I'll just go with that. So that that, that those are my predictions right there. You know what I mean? So we'll see what fucking goes down, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna jet now and go and watch, uh, go go and watch this shit. You know what I mean?
Um, but yeah, everyone go enjoy SummerSlam. You know what I mean? Uh, or try to at least, or go, or just go, just just watch this, watch the CM Punk, uh, watch the CM Punk fucking promo for three hours straight. Maybe you know what I mean? Maybe you get something going over there. You know, we'll see. But um, every anyways, everyone enjoy. Um, everyone enjoy um, um, uh, the, the 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 wrestling world basically. Sorry, my fucking recaps weren't as good, but you know what I mean. I, I, again, sometimes I, get, I find it hard to like recap, but I, I try to read from my notes, even the witty stuff, but it doesn't really hit. And I'm afraid to improvise now. You know what I mean? Because I need to, I need structure to like add. Because I'm like, well, if if I'm gonna improv jokes, then I should have been writing these jokes down to you know from the from the get go and all that. But it's what it's whatever, man. It, it doesn't really fucking matter. No, no one listens to this shit anyways. But. Anyways, uh, take it easy and uh, enjoy the fucking show, alright? Peace out.